This podcast is for mature audiences only. Kids under 18, go do something else. Welcome to the No Pants Required Podcast with Celestin Rockstar. So my husband said I'm not allowed to talk, but I'm about to talk. <laughs> okay, now you can because now we're recording. <laughs> Welcome back for our third Tuesday. Third. And we're on schedule. We are. And it's the Dirty 30. Yeah. 23 uh, for no. those who hablas espanol. You just said 23. Oh, 30. 30, yeah. There we go. Like your, your coffee. I know. I was listening to Spanish radio today. I'm getting <laughs> caught up again. <laughs> okay. This Hello, is our everybody. episode 30 and our two-year anniversary of the podcast. And, and this is Celeste. Uh, this, is, uh, <laughs> this is Rockstar, as always. And we have, so for our Dirty 30 episode, I think we got some good stuff. We got a gift. <laughs> yeah. We this, received a beautiful gift. This was handed down through through uh, a message from Instagram. <laughs> this is from the swinger gods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because we're sitting here going, what the fuck do we talk about? Because during a ta- pandemic, we're like... There, we can't do nothing. We're not doing anything. We're not fucking around. Heaven's and, legs parted. Yeah. <laughs> and the light came out and we're like, <laughs> And here yeah. was this amazing content that we're like, Stay, stop, don't ask any more questions. Stop the text message thread. We need to know the full story from the persons themselves. Right. So I get a, a message from a guy from Texas. And apparently we have a pretty good, sweet following going on in Texas. And uh, Texas is naughty. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like it's up there. I think it's pretty even with Texas, Florida California, and, Texas. and Florida. Yep. Uh, no, I think more Florida and Texas. Yeah. California is like we can't find anybody. What the fuck? Anyway, <laughs> so, everything's bigger in Texas, too. So there's that. That's right. Big old titties. <laughs> Big old dickies. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, I get this message and and it was uh, like a, a cool message and we're like hey you know we found your podcast and it's great and I'm glad uh, what was it like thank God for AirPods because I need something for work you know and I yep. got something to do so I'm like well, all right right on fuck although and- I gotta interject like I honestly <laughs> I don't know how people in general you 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 and you can listen to this at work because I start getting wiggly <laughs> you do yeah. I can't do it at work because then like every dude that walks into my office, I'm like, get out. (laughs) I'm giving off pheromones and you cannot be like in my space right now because I'm listening to something naughty. Well, I wear the fucking nut hugging jeans over there at work and it's tough sometimes because then I get all fired up exactly. and I'm like, fuck, I can't hide a boner in these jeans. <laughs> but, you know. Why I, hide it? I do I do my best. Well, you don't work, work with, with any with, women. I work with a bunch of dudes. Exactly. And they were like, oh, what the fuck, dude? So. <laughs> Sack tap. <laughs> right? And uh, so... We started, you know, well, I was at work, but we were striking a conversation just kind of back and forth and it was mm-hmm. it was flowing really well. And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I was like, I like this dude. So he is uh, part of the couple uh, going by Jack and it's Jack and Jill. Yay. From Texas. And uh, I was just kind of blown away. I was like, I, I'm digging this dude. And, you know, he sent some photos and we're like, fuck yeah. You know, some cool, cool very country 
you know, they had some cool shots, you know, on, yeah. the, on the, the horses yeah. and fucking some tattoos and all that. I'm like, fuck yeah. And some titties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take old babies. But. So, um, and he's on the line. Jack, what's up? Thank you for hanging out with us. Oh, most definitely. It's an honor to be here with you guys. Have you been on anyone else's podcast or are we the first? Actually, you guys are the first one. Oh my um, gosh. <clears throat> Thank you. We're this, honored. So this idea of this actually came to me because of like a more educational podcast I was listening to. And don't ask me which one, because I don't remember at what? the time which one it was. It was on, it was on a more educational-based Mm-hmm. and um not so much interviews or stories it was explaining life in general and the lifestyle itself in general mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. some of the questions they were asking i didn't really feel like they would hit uh, as serious of a situation and this became and nobody had yet hit this and i'm like i cannot be the only person that this has ever happened to like what do you do mm-hmm. and so that's when I was like, you know, I need to reach out to, you know, one or two or a few until somebody thinks this is a great idea to air this because somebody, you know, aside from how funny this situation is, it's (laughs) still, (laughs) it's still something that could happen to any average person in the, in the lifestyle, especially this is a big fear for beginners. I promise I've heard it a billion times. Right. Mm -hmm. I love that you pointed out funny. Because if it's not funny, and which the core word is fun, then you don't need to be doing it. <laughs> right. Gotta have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. And we've all had awkward experiences, but we've also had funny experiences. Yeah. <laughs> where you, Afterwards, you just kind of laugh and like, well, that was cool. <laughs> and just to, just to clear the elephant out of the room here, I am going to admit that none of this happened in Texas. But, so don't blame this story on the South here. This oh, is actually okay. the Northeast corner. <laughs> so we're okay. not going to go that that's that's all right so where um, do you claim allegiance to <laughs> okay because this guy so, claims allegiance to puerto rico and new york even the, he always you'll hear him in casual conversation between us he's all these people out here and i always say what do you mean out here you've been here for 20 years almost. you act like you just got here <laughs> but then i'm like he's a true new yorker at heart I mean, born and raised, and but his ancestors are from Puerto Rico, and he's visited Puerto Rico, so there's that that he claims <laughs> allegiance to as well. It's just um, I'm a hardcore East, East Coaster, and I go, I don't got no time for bullshit. No, and you'll hear me. I claim allegiance to Hawaii because <laughs> I spent three and a half years of my life there, so that's like... You know, even though I've lived multiple other places, my first home is California. My second home is Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> the community there and the people. Awesome. So I was not born and raised in Texas, but I've been in Texas for so stinking long that it's, I mean, the way of life here is completely different. So you've never and, assimilated um, the accent, I see. Um, so the area that I live in is so diverse that there's not really a draw here at all. You actually, you actually don't get that draw that everybody, the draw that you hear is actually out of like East Texas, Mm. like, uh, on the Louisiana line. Oh. And that's a combination of like Texas and Louisiana accents together. And that's where that heavy draw comes from. And you really don't hear it through the big cities. 
every once in a while you'll catch somebody up in like Fort Worth area that's really got a heavy draw. But mm. other than that, the, the draw, that Texas draw doesn't exist. Or at least maybe I've been here so long that I don't uh-huh. really hear it. So there, um, if you hear someone with an accent, you know they're kind of an outsider and they're not from your side of Texas, right? Um, In some ways. I mean, they're still Texans. They have but they're, Texas twang. But. Yeah. That's really I mean, interesting. I didn't think I realized that there were certain parts of each state that didn't have a dialect or... Huh. Okay. Fascinating. I mean, I mean, for California, the southern dialect is a lot different than the northern dialect. Yeah. You know? You get, you get closer up towards Redding and stuff, or even, um, you know, they sound a certain way versus the way they sound down in Santa Barbara, San Diego, mm-hmm. you know. It's kind of like that and in New York, too, you know, because you got the different little the boroughs, so you get that thick Brooklyn accent. Fucking Brooklyn, yeah. But then you got like Staten Long Island, Long Island. Oh, yeah. That whole thing. And then, yeah, so it, it, it works and even in that get, small circle. You get up there to to Boston, oh, which this yeah. is where the majority it's, of the the story takes place. It's wicked. But you get up there, and it, it's like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna go park my car in the Harvard Yard. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. go out and down to the pack and get myself a beer. It's gonna be a wicked time." Yes, yeah. it's wicked, exactly. Yeah. Wicked, and wicked hope you don't yeah. run into the stadies. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go back to the house and we're gonna drink our beers in the parlor. <laughs> in the parlor. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. living room is called the parlor. Really? So, oh, okay. Yes, it is. Yeah. Wow. Got it. He knows. He knows Boston well. He's spent some time. He's got yeah. some experiences from Boston. The Bostonians. But it was cool about this was he. So Jack sent me this list, and I was like, I think we were kind of discussing like, oh, you know, just you know, maybe some topics or just some everyday thing. And he throws like five things at me. I was like fuck okay and then he continues to throw more and i'm like wait whoa 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 whoa, whoa. you need to fucking tell us these stories right and as you were reading each one off the list it just got i was like it's like a ratchet like a dial it like click click yeah, click yeah. click click it got higher and then i was like whoa whoa whoa, whoa stop yeah it turned into like seven say no more so i like, was like this is the guest these are the guests for the anniversary show because we're all you know we talk we don't do any pre-production but we're like do we have a guest i'm always like is there someone lined up who can we talk to because it can't just always be about us jesus right so so i was like say no more (laughs) this is it right here this is amazing like these are the counterparts to us i i feel like in some ways like you know although your experiences are very different i'm just like wow right on (laughs) This is fascinating to me, and it's not meant to be picked apart in a poke holes in it kind of way. This is just like, we always say our podcast is for like just the average everyday man and woman. Yeah. You know, we don't, we're, we're just who we are. We're being who we are. We're navigating this thing that we figured out we have a kink for. <laughs> uh-huh. Which is also the topic that we talked about this week. So there's no kink shaming on this show. Let's just right. be very oh, yeah, clear yeah. about that. that whole thing. That's a new phrase that we heard and we discussed kink shaming. And, and, you know, for some people, this might be a kink, but I don't think that there's anything wrong with having kinks. So, yeah. So Jack is here. Yeah. So, Jack, how. Start from the beginning a little bit. How did you and your lovely wife meet up, and where in that t- 
time frame <laughs> did you guys decide let's go do something different <laughs> so, so this is gonna make me sound older than i actually am <clears throat> but uh 14 years ago we met on myspace oh yeah MySpace, fuck see yeah. this is a great start yep <laughs> were you in a band yeah. and or you just joined the myspace because you were like i'm joining um no back then um that's that was the social media platform yep. i mean that was how you communicated with everyone else and you met everyone and back then it was a lot of fun because you could um add a tune to it and mm-hmm. yeah. you could put your song of the day on it yes. and the backgrounds then, um, and shit. yeah that was the best. right so so back then it really i remember um learning coding because we used to code our like digital moving backgrounds to myspace mm-hmm. and you would really have to write the code right to make it work okay mm-hmm. and um a lot of people didn't know how to do that so you used to be able to just put like a photo as a background well we would have animated backgrounds oh. and um that was something that like uh we used to get in trouble in high school over um over being on MySpace all the time. And so the computer teacher decided he was going to take this um, to catch everyone's attention. And he was actually the one who taught us how to code and make animated backgrounds for our MySpaces as wow. a computer class to That's keep our attention cool. in class. Okay, very cool. Um, so this person, did they see your background and compliment you on it? Um, no, actually, so funny thing, <laughs> funny story is, uh, when that started, I was, um, I think I was just kind of like, um, man, I think I was just playing like the pity party on myself this day, if mm-hmm. I remember it right. And, um, I think I was just in a, a natural, um, like Monday slump or something. I don't know if it was literally Monday, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, my attitude was dog crap. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, and I had gotten on one of those MySpace chat rooms and I had posted up, um, if you think I'm cute, send me a message. Well, the next message that popped up in the feed was, ha ha ha, this guy's a virgin. So oh, he'll never, <laughs> never get laid. And funny mm-hmm. thing was, I had only received one message from one person and it happened to be the girl I ended up marrying. Oh, nice. So at that time, I was living in San Diego, and she was on the outskirts of Boston. Oh. And uh, we uh, we talked for on there for a couple months, hmm. and then I flew out there and never looked back. Wow, because that was also kind of like pre-texting days, right? Um, or was that yeah, the days I mean, it, it was it was still a flip phone but if it was like you were going to do the letter c you had to push number one three times and texting <laughs> was only just starting so we're using these, dating ourselves yeah <laughs> we are but it's the truth so yeah. this was a faster way i bet <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i mean that was like 
um, blackberries were a thing back then mm-hmm. and um, like the LG rumor, the sidekick phones, yes. like the whole <laughs> iPhone thing really wasn't a big thing yet. Oh yeah. Of um, and who doesn't want to log into their MySpace and see that they have a message with the, cause there would be like the flashing animated I, <laughs> little thing. Like you'd either have a smiley or a heart or something telling you that you had a message and you're like, Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like the old AOL. I think, you got mail. You're like, fuck yeah. I think this many years later, I think it every once in a while, I'll just log on to it just to see. <laughs> and still, does it? I, I'm bad. It's still like, around because I still have a page. I can't oh, get Jesus. into it, but it's still around. <laughs> we need to get into that. That shit's got to be gold. <laughs> yeah, I, I found it. I was like, holy shit! There's like all kinds of pictures of my like my son when he was really little. And I stuff. believe it's a music platform now. Eh. Hmm. Who knows? I, I I do remember I had one, and I was I got. Yeah, I always had the. There was that site you could like lay out and everything, and <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't take it to like being able to meet people. So this is actually a really cool medium that you were able to meet someone and then you end up marrying them. Man alive! Yeah, so how it, was that visit? Was, how was that first visit? Oh my god! So that was horrible because. Oh, uh, oh. was it a blizzard was, or something? <laughs> <laughs> so this was a one-way ticket. Oh, oh shit. even better though. So this was a one-way ticket, and it cost four hundred bucks. Uh-huh. And at that time, financially, I wasn't stable, and What'd she had taken her graduation money and spent it on me. Really? Aww. Whoa. Yep. Did you just like and so, whatever you could in a, in a in a backpack and fucking take off, and you're like no looking back or some shit or. Yeah, that's that's Aww. just about exactly how that wow. happened. All right. Um and so I take the flight. Somebody's getting emotional. Have, she's getting teary eyed. Oh no shit. She's getting teary eyed. That is really I, sweet. I, I, <laughs> I take I take the flight and I get a layover in Denver because I missed the connecting flight because my flight was late coming oh, into Denver. Okay. Uh-huh. So if you guys have never been through Denver airport, like I'm racing through this thing and the place is huge. And I'm using that like bullet, um, expressway like walkway thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, they have like a train oh. down on the bottom level that will take you to the, like whatever terminal you're going oh, to. Okay. And it shoots you across the airport in no time. So like, let's say you fly into maybe, you know, terminal one and you need to go to terminal 60 because, that's oh, just, shoot. shit. It will shoot you across. And so um, I'm trying to get over there and I'm using a pay phone at this time to mm. call her, but she's at work and she's not picking up. And so I call her friend that was supposed to be driving with her to the airport. And I was like, hey, you know, so and so tell Jill that I'm not uh, going to be there on time. I missed my connecting flight in denver and uh her friend was like okay i'll tell her well their friend never told her oh shit so they get to the airport my flight doesn't arrive and she's mad and she's standing around waiting and she's going up to the like the people at the airport and they're like no that flight landed and she's like i'm giving him five more minutes and i guess right when she was getting ready to walk out of the airport i had borrowed the guy's cell phone sitting next to me on the flight and called her and said, that, hey, I just landed. Well, then I, 
I'm excited. I'm pumped. You know, this, mm-hmm. this beautiful young lady that has, you know, just done already so much for me that I, you know, emotionally flying me and then flying me out there. I was just like, like this is it for me. I, I know this. And so like, I'm coming down the escalator and I'm waiting to just see her for the first time in person. And I see her and it was like, uh, an image that I'll never forget. And even like years down the road, I had gotten her, uh, a friend to go there with a GPS tracker and give me the coordinates to the exact location where we met in person at the bottom of the escalator. Hmm. He gave me the coordinates. I put it on a bracelet for her. Oh my God. Oh. It's like movie love Chandler. <laughs> and, Dude, her um, eyes are watering like crazy. This she is <laughs> amazing. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, oh my God. It, 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 so it gets better. So we get down. I'm, I'm like down to the bottom. How does it get better than that? <laughs> Oh, well, at least she wasn't like, what the fuck, dude? The <laughs> you know, she was. I was starting about, to wonder if she just thought you were standing her up and she was, you know, oh my Well, gosh. that's exactly what she thought. She mm-hmm. thought that was $400 down the drain. He was never going to show up. Well, when I got to her, like face to face, this girl, no shit, gives me a side hug and walks away. <gasps> oh! And, and I was like... And I'm the first thing that comes to my mind and is that like, seriously, this is how this is starting. Like I left an entire life behind. Oh, like I, I left siblings and stuff in California for this. Was it a side hug? Like grab your bag and just follow me to the fucking car (laughs) to the car. It was a, I'm pissed (laughs) at you and I'm probably not talking to you while we drive away from Logan airport. But, but you know, as we drove a little bit, we talked a little bit and we stopped at Wendy's and had for the very first time, French fries and a frosty. I'd never had that before. Mm. Um, but we we shared a french fries and a frosty and ate a burger and you know so time had you know gone on you know years and and we ended up i made it a whole whopping um i don't know few months maybe not even six months in the boston area before the cold weather hit and i looked at her dead in the i looked at her dead in the face and said i i can't do this i'm freezing this is Mm -hmm. like this is cold like that is cold like nobody's business Mm -hmm. (laughs) i know that shit that i know it well that makes eskimo shiver cold (laughs) right (laughs) you know and and that that is a that is a very unforgiving kind of cold up there. Mm -hmm. Um, the wind blows hard and you know, everything coming off the Harbor and everything else. I mean, it was miserable. Yeah. And so, um, I looked at her and I was like, you know, I want you to go with me, you know, back to California. And, um, you know, she was all about it. She was. And so we have going on with our lives, having a son, and um, <clears throat> then at some point or another, we ended up moving to Texas and uh, had our daughter. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, it wasn't 
um, until later into our relationship that I had finally found what I was meant to do for the rest of my life and, and do my career. Mm-hmm. And, um, which, you know, I'm, I'm a tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and that plays a little bit into the story. Okay. And so, um, some years go by and, and life is good. And, and of course, you know, just like any typical in-laws, they hate me. Um, because oh. <laughs> you took away their, their, just, their, their girl. Yeah, pretty much. Well, are they back there in Boston? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you didn't just take her away, meaning she became your wife, but you took her geographically away. <laughs> yeah. We, we moved to, we moved to greener pastures and warmer weather. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why I love, you know, <laughs> so, so then, um, I don't really remember exactly how we got into the lifestyle. I think it was just kind of, um, Hey, let's, Let's try a threesome or something. And um, did someone spend the night and because they couldn't drive home and then just climbed up in your bed with you? <laughs> um, this is a story she no. just told me, like from back in I her feel day. like that's how it all starts for her, some people. <laughs> Can I get help? Somebody there? spent the night because they couldn't drive home, and the next thing you know. <laughs> no, I kind of lived out like every grown man's fantasy on that one. Uh, it was the nanny. Oh! Oh, this is getting juicier. Wait a tick. She's like... <laughs> so, Actually, was, I got a nanny story, too. Friend. It's not my nanny, but... I have a nanny story, hey. too. But yours is probably fucking more amazing, so amazing. please continue, Jack. <laughs> I mean, nobody was drinking or none of that. I mean, she was just a mutual friend, and it was just an idea, yeah. you know, kind of deal. Sure. And... I mean, it, it really just, you know, tipped the toes in the water and, um, you know, it just kind of escalated from there. I mean, it had to happen nat- naturally. It just ha- happened, right? Naturally. It was like explored. Uh, it was kind of discussed. I, if I remember right, it was, it was kind of like talked about, like the idea was kind of put out there and mm-hmm. then, um, the girls talked about it with me and then, and Ooh. you know, Jill here, she's not bisexual she was what you I guess they call more of a pillow princess she okay. doesn't mind you know kind of dabbling with it but she sure. doesn't full fledged you know I'll kiss um, a girl I'll suck up some titties but that's about it yeah I, you know I'll, I'll entertain my husband and yeah. and then once yes. he smiles then I'm done okay um, <laughs> which, which at that point honestly I was totally 100% okay with I was cool with it and um, you know after that obviously we were able to talk about it and she's like hey you know that portion of it's not for me you know mm-hmm. um, then we tried a couple swaps same room a couple swaps um, separate rooms well, how did um, that come about and, though like how did you entertain that idea who, who, who brought that up I did Okay. Uh, I I am the culprit to all of this 100%. <laughs> uh... I mean, I will own up to that. I am 100% at fault on this one. And you approached um, her how, like... I wouldn't call it 100% well, at fault. I'd call it 100% empowered. 
<laughs> I mean, so for me, I'm married to my best friend. She's been my best friend for the last 14 years. I don't like walking up to her and just simply saying something doesn't bother me. Simply mm-hmm. asking for something doesn't bother me. I'm not shy about it. And I think that's one thing, in my opinion, you know, that uh, I believe she loves about me. Um you know, we're coming up on 10 years of marriage come this Sunday. And congratulations on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, and so that doesn't come easy. Um, anybody who turned around and said that, Oh, you know, my marriage is a walk in a park is more afraid to admit the struggles they went through to get to that point. Um, because, you know, you have indifferences, but the one indifference we never had was being open enough to just ask for something. Now, my rule, though, with her is no means no, and that goes both ways. Right. Okay. If she simply says no, I don't need an explanation. Well, why? No, there's no well, why about it. Yeah. Okay, no it means no. It shuts down right there. It's uh, over. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It is, for me, it is inappropriate and disrespectful to simply ask why after the simple answer was no, because I shouldn't question her judgment or her wishes or her wants and vice versa. If I simply say no, that just, it's no, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so we really lived our really and continue to live our relationship off of just honest, right on the table. And it's, it's yes and no, and we don't need the answers for it. So, a lot of it she was doing for me just to spice it up. Let's try something different. Um, this is what I saw on, you know, that website. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm allowed to say website. So that website. Um, and this struck an interest to me. What do you think? Well, I don't know what I think about it because I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, and okay. Mm-hmm. So it did, it, it did, take a bit of uh, schmoozing and, you know, and I think a lot of her reluctancy on a reluctancy, not the word. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of her being reluctant on it was, um, I don't want my friends to find out. I don't ever want my family to find out. Right. And, course, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't want to be judged. And I think as all newcomers come into the lifestyle, I think that is a big, huge, like first thing on your mind, like yeah, that's the common thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're if you're doing it for the right reason, if you're if you're running around out there to knock boots and put notches on your bedpost, uh-huh. like you're going to realize real quick that <laughs> the road is going to run out for you pretty quick. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. because that has been steered away from a lot. Um, I mean, you still have the individuals out there that you know don't want the meet and greet. They just want to, you know, hit it and quit it. And, right. and that's yeah. fine. That works for them. And I'm proud of you for that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Thank you for being honest about it, but that doesn't how it works for us. Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's, there so, are some people who like put a Tinder aspect to it, if you will. And we pass on those people. Yeah. We've had to shove some people down. We've, like, Oh yeah, we don't do meet and greets. We go right to the bedroom and like, all yeah, right, no. we'll have fun with that. <laughs> yeah yeah we can definitely so, relate <laughs> obviously running into people you know is a huge like 
scare. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so this has happened to us as years have gone on with, with a few different times. Um, and I'm talking family members, bosses, employees, parents. Um, yeah, we've ran into it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess to get down to the, uh, the uh, nitty gritty here of the dirtiness. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it. Bring it. I have to laugh because I know it's coming, but go for it. (laughs) This is amazing. So it was a a very, very cold, chilly Boston winter night. Okay. Snow was on the ground. I did not want to be there. I hated every bit of it. I don't remember what the reason of us being there was. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it, I guess it, it might have been a family member's birthday or something. So anyways, uh, the wife was out with her father going to Walmart and um, her stepmother was at the house and I'm chilling and the kids are with mom. And I'm sitting in the chair just watching some TV and next ball on the couch. And the next thing I know, uh, stepmother comes into the uh, living room with just a towel on it and sits next to me. <laughs> and like, no, nobody is at the house. And <laughs> was it a so, short towel like, or a beach towel? Because <laughs> that's you know, important. It's, um, if it's a short towel, then you know, like, their suggestiveness well, <laughs> implied. Well, let's just put it this way. Uh, she probably should have always used a beach towel because <laughs> it probably would have worked out better for her. But oh. I believe this was a standard towel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh. So it kind of felt it kind of felt rough next to my legs. So I'm just assuming it wasn't a bed, bath, and beyond. It was probably one of those cheap Walmart ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, oh my god so she just so, sat down yeah and like she just looked at me and I jumped up and out the door into the snow I go <gasps> oh. so, like, so there was no conversation or she didn't put her no, hand on no. your leg and you were just like no, ree, 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 John Hughes movie <laughs> uh, no like so, it was kind of like somebody walked up and got me with the cattle prod and oh. I went flying out the door on that one um and so I sat in the snow for like 30 minutes. Oh. Like I did not go back in the house. And then like my wife pulls back up and she's like looking at me and she's got this look on her face like something happened. Hopefully like, you grabbed your jacket. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think I did. I oh, shit. I, I'm not betting that any jackets were grabbed. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe I did. And she just has this look on her face like, my husband is sitting out in the snow and he hates the snow and something's up. So she kind of stands outside with me until like her dad <laughs> oh, and she's going. I would have said, and was there a ghost? Was the house haunted? <laughs> 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 is it on fire? <laughs> so she asked me what was going on and um, I just told her. And then so we kind of brushed that off as like, okay, whatever. Maybe I overreacted, whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So... You know, we kind of continue our lifestyle, you know, back home, and then we go up for another event, um, and 
this next event, <laughs> we're all sitting down in the living room. And, um, and we're, we're eating chili, uh, some homemade chili. And we're up there and we're conversating with family and we're all talking and just hanging out. And then my wife gets back up to get our kids another bowl. Well, the kitchen is one room over. So she walks into the kitchen and like walks in on stepmom with another dude in the kitchen. Oh, like full blown going at this. <gasps> oh, what? like totally naked. Like, like she's bent over the fucking island or something, or or just. But wait, like she she needs some cough drops and some freaking oh. sore throat medicine. Oh, <laughs> but she knew you guys were there. Yeah, and one room over midday. Oh, okay. so she was, and it, and and my kids are in one room over. Oh, geez. so they could have gotten up and walked in the kitchen. Oh my gosh! And so, like, oh my god! She, I have not seen my wife move so fast and grab me by the arm so damn hard before, and I get yanked out the door. Was it snowing? <laughs> no, it was. It was actually. I believe it was like a summer day. And you're like, morning. you see. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like you could, yeah. And and good thing for you. I think it was a September, September day. Oh. I want to say September-ish. Indian and, summer. Um, <laughs> yeah, Indian summer. Mm-hmm. And so she explains this to me, and then we go back. And she's like, "I'm telling my dad. I'm telling my dad." And then I was like, "Wait a minute, here. Like, maybe you should ask her some questions first. Like, <laughs> so we get back in. And her stepmom's like sitting at the table, and later, I think." Later in the afternoon, they start talking. She's like, it's not what you think. She's like, well, does my dad know? Because I'm going to turn around and tell him. And then they were like, yeah, they do. And oh, then, so the so, dad was there at the house, too? No. Yes. Oh. Yes. And she was yes. in the other room oh, with shit. the other. Oh, she was like hot right. wife in it. <laughs> she was hot wife right. in it in the kitchen with the chili. <laughs> oh, shit. That is exactly what was going on. <laughs> Somebody was adding a little extra cheese to the chili. Oh! <laughs> it's just better oh. and better. Oh, oh shoot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so, so, dad knows. And Dad did know, and then um, so we ended up going on a walk at a park and talking it out. And he's like, you know, this is what's going on. You know, he didn't lay it out that you know we're lifestylers. He didn't use that word, right, but yeah. he had like been more in depth with like why and whatnot, and just kind of like needs weren't being met, and mm-hmm. so she was allowed to go play and whatnot and so then we had explained like yo that was super inappropriate well when that happened we found this out like the relationship went down the hole after that oh Mm. like Um, between you guys and the parents no between them right oh no just just between us and the parents yeah that's what he's saying yeah gotcha um they felt like they told too much maybe they shared too much Hmm. No, maybe we just found out about something they were trying to keep a secret. Oh. So now now the cat's out of the bag. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So then, like, I was really close with, and still am very close with um, my uh, wife's 
aunt and uncle and so like I was mad over the situation and it it had been a little bit of time before we ran into them again and so I was talking to the aunt about this situation and she's like no way and then come to find out that they were lifestylers uh, so I was like uh-huh. I was like okay but they were you know aunt just likes another female to come play every once in a while okay. just, just those two gotcha so then you know that that in a, in a weird way, I think that helps the wife open up a little bit more to the lifestyle because now she's starting to come around to realize, okay, this is a lot more common than mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like we actually know. Right. And I think one is because that, you know, no matter how you look at this, it's still not socially accepted. Right. Um, it's right. always on the on the yeah. down low. It's always in secret and in shadows. We're all we can't really just tell everybody. But you're but, what but, you're talking about is the same thing that I was telling my husband is when I was married to my first husband, even though we were in the lifestyle, it was like, you know, maybe four or five years into it that one day and I don't even remember how the topic came up, but his mom who I was very, very close to, just said, you know, <laughs> dad and I have some intimacy issues in the bedroom and I've got this friend and I call him 77 because <laughs> I think that's how old he was, but I don't know, or mm. when he was born or I don't know what the, it doesn't matter. Does Significance your, your doesn't matter. Yes, my mother-in-law. And and she, she always called him 77 and she's like, and that's, you know, we have an understanding and I'm like, what I'm not clear what kind of understanding you are telling me about because by that point in time, you know, I had been married to her son for quite a few years and we had a child and and so I wasn't sure if she, you know, thinking about it now, like I don't know that she had anyone else to confide in or that she could explain it to. And I think maybe she was worried that I was going to question where she was going or Mm -hmm. what she was doing because she would also travel with this guy they would go to vegas and they would take day trips to disneyland and Hmm. and and so she's like you know and then and then my father-in-law also was like yeah this is you know we got issues and this is what we're doing and this makes her happy and i was like holy shit a bomb just got dropped on me (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, But there it was, right? So we we were like, we never told them about us. I don't know that my ex-husband didn't tell them, but I certainly didn't tell them. But I was like, well, there it is. It's in our own household. It's not as uncommon as you're explaining. And, you know, it's, yeah, it. there's different reasons for different things. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I think if it became socially accepted, I don't think it would be as exciting as it (laughs) currently is. Right. Right. I agree with that. And I mean, that question had arose on a form where, you know, people are like, I wish it would be just as socially accepted. And I'm like, no, because part of the thrill is the secret. Mm hmm. 
Oh yeah, you, know, you don't know um, what we did last weekend. Or <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you go to a, hey, how was your weekend? Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. We chilled oh, out. It, I was it, banging all the It was banging. <laughs> it was banging. Right, but you then know. we still get dressed and we put on our regular clothes and we go to work and people look at us and they don't know any different. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of satisfying in a way too. Like I don't always want to be out and about and give away my secret, not because I worry that people will judge me, but I'm also kind of like. You see me one way, but you have no idea I have this other side to me. <laughs> yeah, I always tell her it's like we're 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 the superheroes. Clark Kent by day, I get <laughs> Superman at night, and we're like <laughs> getting down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I'm. I mean, I have a set of neighbors that are across the road that are extremely vanilla, like. Mm-hmm. They're white chocolate, vanilla, and some extra sugar and cream with it. I mean, that's how vanilla they are. I mean, mm-hmm. they, um, in a, in a weird way, I guess I sit over here and I'm just like, oh, you guys have no idea how awesome life is, and it's more exciting, and, um, you know. Which is, you know, obviously COVID has put in a huge damper on that. Yeah. Um, you know, and so I think overall, I think the secret of it as a whole was, um, you know, it's part of it. Now, my wife has an additional aunt and uncle, same line of the family. <laughs> uh-huh. That was having a conversation with me. They are laughing. Um, that was uh, having a conversation and they had mentioned a resort hmm? that oh. starts with an H oh. that I don't think they realized that I knew what it was. Oh. <laughs> and so they're like, oh, we're going on a we're going, um, I think it was like, we're going on a cruise or we're going on a vacation. I'm like, Oh, you know, where are you guys going? And we're, they're like, Oh, we're going to so, Ted so. resort. And I was like, Oh really? <laughs> and I kind of gave him the look and then he kind of like looked at me and like, he pulled me outside into the garage and he was like, you know what that place is? I said, yes. He's like, you're not going to say anything, are you? <laughs> Why would I say anything? Don't blow up I'm my like, spot. I'm just letting, I was like, I'm letting you know that your niece knows what it is too, and you said it in front of her. Oh, he's like, well, well, don't don't tell with the don't tell the rest of the family. I said, dude, that's y'all's business. <laughs> you and might so, even just run into them there, <laughs> right? Actually, I I don't really have a desire to go. No, I mean the other half, the other side. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, family yeah. reunion at a fucking swinger oh resort. My but that place isn't right. just a swinger resort. I mean, it's literally its name is what it is. It yeah. is so bacchanal, like everything I ever heard about it, and then when the internet sprung to life because it was only brochures through a travel agent. Right. But when the internet sprung to life and you Googled it, you were just like, Oh my God, it's just Bacchanal. (laughs) I don't know any other term. (laughs) 
It's so like the Ibiza like, for swingers. <laughs> Foam yeah, parties. Yeah, I mean, that's like, <laughs> that's, that's everything you think it's going to be is from what I understand. I, like, oh, I so want to be a fly on the wall. Like, I want to work there for a week and just see it. <laughs> I don't like you can't give them tips or anything there. You can't do it. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. Um, hmm. which is really weird. Um, you can bring them gifts from what I'm, what I understand. So like if you're coming from the States and you go back year after year after year, and obviously you get to know the staff and there's yeah. some that are your favorite and you decide to come back with, you know, Maybe you're from Germany, so you bring some German chocolates for that housekeeper that has always treated you good and always yeah. cleaned up all 97 of your condoms. <laughs> um, right. Full basket. You know, so, I mean, I think it's it's something that, you know, if, if you think that that's what the lifestyle is about, then you just need to just keep going there. That's it. Yeah. Um, but... I also am fully aware that, you know, the age difference I hear is huge. Like it caters yeah. to the more the the elderly and Oh. I'm I'm sorry, but there are other resorts that cater to the younger with with um you know more Spanish speaking ones. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um and right. so, so there is a naked gonna, shuffleboard or naked pinochle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm We're not over here. Naked piñata party or something. B- bingo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to hear B nine, B nine, and right. I'm like boner, boner, <laughs> nine inches right here. <laughs> Does that mean boner? Get the word right. B can also you know, mean I boobies. Mean, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't feel like going to a swinger party at the nursing home. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so, that place has been around for quite a long time. Yeah. So, we as a couple have done. Uh, I mean, we obviously. I think everybody has some sort of bucket list for one way or another. Me personally, mom, my bucket list wasn't finding family members, but <laughs> yeah, right. And and the only thing I can tell anybody is if this happens to you to where you find out that a family member is in the lifestyle, play it off. Play stupid. Just play dumb. Because if you become too understanding about it and you become like too knowledgeable about it, you just don't love yourself. <laughs> so you're like what? Because there are keywords in the lifestyle, and there are key things in the lifestyle that if you admit to knowing, they know you're in the lifestyle. Mm. You know, so mm. the only thing I can tell anybody you know, that else hasn't is occurred to me it. until you mentioned it right now. That's actually very, very poignant. <laughs> so just all I can say is just just play it off. Just be like, oh, wow, well, good for y'all. Whatever works for you guys, you know? And at that point, <laughs> it doesn't reveal that you're there because I, in a weird way, I feel like maybe they would try to search what you're into or try to find you in a certain way because they know where you live or maybe they're going to search you on different websites and try right. to figure it out, yeah. you know, kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's just like, just play it off. 
you know, because I don't know. I'm I'm a preacher's son and a preacher's grandson. There is no way that they're finding out. Right. You know. That shit's on lockdown. (laughs) I mean, that is I mean, we are like two steps away from from being Jehovah's Witnesses here. I mean, this is Southern Baptist. You still wear a suit and tie to church kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you listened to the earlier episodes, but I was raised Jehovah Witness. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm not. I'm not even going to get into that. No, I mean it's just the the story, and that's part of you know what shaped me though. Right is. My mom was Irish Catholic and went to parochial school and she tells the story of like, you know, there she was one day, hot summer day with the screen door open, pregnant with me and then the witnesses came knocking and she let them in and then her life changed and that was my whole life and and in some of the early episodes, like I talk about how like, you know, they just, masturbation is wrong. Your hand's gonna burn up and fall off. fall off. You yeah. don't, you know, you don't fornicate. You don't have sex with someone until you're married. Like it's, it's, oh yeah, so, so, so much. And then I ended up like marrying a guy who's Mormon and Mormon, you know, he like really leaned towards the polygamy side. So he thought like, you know, I don't know, maybe he thought swinging was an extension of polygamy <laughs> hmm. or or whatnot. But I had a lot of fucking sexual hangups being raised J-Dub, like a lot of sexual hangups. I was like, I can't, you know, I'm every time I'd masturbate, it'd feel great for a minute. And then I'd spend like the next 47 minutes going, oh, fuck, I'm going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, my hand's going to fall off. God can see me from above as i'm crossing the street i'm gonna get hit by a fucking car and there i am like down there with like satan and yeah yeah like it was it weighed really really heavily on me and 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 it's like we were talking about last night like our very first encounter Mm. that was completely accidental and unintentional with like me and another guy and my husband i was like i was shaking so bad and they laughed at me because they're like you're shaking like a scared cat and i'm like I'm, I'm just waiting for the heavens to open up and like God to come down and smite me for doing this that I don't even know if I can enjoy it. Like how sexual can I actually let myself be to enjoy this? Cause everything feels good, but is it wrong or is it not wrong? And so the, the credit that I do have to give to him is that he helped me work through that. And, and a lot of it, he helped me like know that like pleasuring myself is not wrong. Yeah. Letting someone else pleasure me is not wrong. That, you know, the, the, the sexual act itself is like, yeah, it's okay. You don't have to have hangups and guilt the next day, but I certainly wasn't about to be flying the flag and going, oh my God, I'm liberated. You should try this too. Oh, right. Everybody needs two dicks at once (laughs) you have no idea you haven't lived until you've had like a cock in your mouth and a cock in your pussy (laughs) so so yeah Yeah, i I mean i think that you know that being said i think there there had to have been a point for you to where you decided that you wanted to change in that thing i mean i don't think that this is a for for the listeners, I don't feel like if this is something that they're going through, that they're no. having that hang up, that whatnot, that that's the answer. I think that you as a person had to want to come out of your shell and want to change and want to venture out. So I, I do think it takes did. a very unique 
individual to be like, yep, there's an adventurous side to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know. I still feel like, that way. I still feel that way. Even at the age I am now, I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh my God, there are parts of me where I just want to sub- succumb to with utter abandonment and just say like, there's still more. Yeah. You know, there's definitely more, but you are 100% on point about it. Like I was, I was like, someone needs to say, you're okay to be you. You are okay to be you. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, I think that there comes to a point where you do have to come out of your shell just enough to figure out who you is. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean... I think I I think I would relate it a lot to like um, I don't know maybe smoking a cigarette right. Nobody wakes up one day and is like, mm, I want to start smoking a cigarette today. Okay, but then the more you do it, the more your body relies on it. So for yourself, the more you started engaging in it and doing things around the sex, then it became more that your body relied on it. You know because. With, when you have an orgasm, it triggers in your brain the same way that heroin triggers in your brain. Right, all the serotonin and the dopamine. Right, and so once you get that down to a routine, and it can easily get out of hand. Which is where your um, sex addicts come from. <laughs> right. Because they need that and, rush and that feeling in order to like continue to function throughout their day. <laughs> You know, I, I mean, for I think for some people, I, I read this crazy thing online that it was like a meme or something, or self, I don't know, it was motivation thing, whatnot. Uh, it was a while ago, and I read that, um, do you masturbate because you're actually horny, or do you masturbate because you're depressed and you want to feel better? Mm-hmm. And that's my ex-husband. He would masturbate. He would stay home from work and take the day off so he could spend the entire day masturbating. And when I would get home, he would be so proud of himself because he's like, I came nine times today. (laughs) And I'm like, those are rookie numbers. (laughs) (laughs) I know. He was so proud of himself. And I'm like, did you like eat food? Did you cup of coffee? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that particular day, there was there were two times that absolutely resonate with me. That he was like, ah, "I'm not going to work today. I'm calling out." And I'm like, "Are you not feeling good or something? You know, are you?" Nope. And then I'd get home, and he would just be like utterly spent, laying in the bed, like shorts on the floor. And he's like, "I came nine times today. It was so good." I'm like, "That's what you did all day long?" He's like, "Yep." I, now we just call that a me day. <laughs> yeah. I've come to the times when I was just like, I'll be home. Like if I had a day off and I'm like, I got nothing to do. And the more bored I am, the more I masturbate. But back to Jack's point, it's like, are you masturbating because you feel depressed and you need to feel better? And I think that was the case with him. It wasn't necessarily an addiction. Part of it is he liked the rush. He liked the excitement. And then, but if you're depressed and you like the feeling, you like the afterglow of like, oh, everything feels really good right now. That's the natural antidepressant. Like, that's really what he wanted. And that happened more after his dad died. And so, yeah, we don't have to go down that road, but I wouldn't label him a sex addict in any means. He just, you know, yeah. And it 
it, for him, it was like there were more things. Like he had to push the envelope to get a bigger rush and a bigger rush and a bigger rush every time. That it was like, I don't know that I'm the person to satisfy those needs for you. Like that, 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 that point in time, that's when he's like, well, I need another partner. And like, I'll still be married to you, but I'll have her because she's going to do these things that you don't want to do. And I'm like, uh, mm. and he, and then he'd be like, well, that's just the polyg- polygamist in me talking. And I'm like, well, I don't necessarily want to be in a polygamy relationship. Like you're not going to eat here Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. And I wash your clothes and there you're, huh. you know, because that's really how he wanted it to be. He didn't just want the sexual aspect of it. He wanted this whole like GFE experience, the girlfriend experience and, and whatnot. But, but I, again, I do credit him back to what we were saying. This is like, it was okay for me to finally be me and absolutely embrace my sexuality and enjoy feeling good. <laughs> so I was like, well, what else is there that we can do? <laughs> mm-hmm. What else comes along? Like women? Okay. You know, I was kind of like the way you were describing with your wife at first. I was like, mm, more women would be like, the dominant and I would be kind of just passive and they would like, you know, enjoy pleasuring me. But I, I never, it wasn't until later that I was like, I'll be a little more assertive. Like now it's on, like, I want it. I want you. And I'm the same way about men. Like I was telling him last night, I'm like, when it's time, like we're fucking doing it. And if you aren't up for it, it's okay. Say no. But like, you've worked me up to a state where I'm desiring this activity and this intimacy and this like stimulation. So like, please <laughs> don't make me wait anymore. <laughs> yeah. If you want to come get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, she's very shy in, in all of it anyways. And, you know, that's, this an easy way to lead into, you know, I don't know why she still does this because if, if I were to tally this out, we've had more bad experiences with the lifestyle than we have good experiences with the lifestyle. And so every time we try to like change it up, try something new, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know why she said yes. I mean, we tried, um, we tried our first house party, right? Oh, okay. And uh, we've only done, we only went to one. And that was, I think we lasted like an hour and a half there before we left. Mm-hmm. But we, but we also, we left with another couple. Oh! <laughs> oh <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> For the win. Wait a minute. <laughs> 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 that that right there is worth the money. I mean, they had turkey. They had. I mean, they had it all. Well, then. And so I was like, that right there is worth the money that I pay to go go to this house. This party. is giving me some ideas. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> like I probably spent more time around the table than I did in the room. <laughs> Come on, Dan, um, we got gravy. <laughs> we, we did go into one room and kind of watch a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being new to it, not knowing a whole lot of what was going on at the time, you know, of how everything worked, something did hit us the wrong way, which caused mm. us to leave. Mm-hmm. But it was against another couple, and that's why they were leaving. Oh. Mm. Hmm. Uh, gentleman was in there and was going to um, start messing around with this girl. And he was like, 
wait, let me go grab a condom. And I kind of looked at the live and I'm like, well, cool. That, that works. Mm-hmm. And the host of the party saw him get up to go get condoms, literally just outside the door, jumped in and started fucking the girl. <gasps> Whoa. Because he got up and walked out. The host. Holy the shit. And so. Hopefully he was uh, wearing a rubber. Oh, yeah. He was okay. ready to go. What do you He's, call that? I remember, Is that like snipe fucking? <laughs> He's I don't, snipe Yeah, that fuck. was a snipe fuck. <laughs> And then I had looked at the wife and I was like, yeah, that, that's not cool. We're no. out. Like, like that to me is super disrespectful, especially if you're hosting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so we're like, we're out. Yeah. Well, the couple, the dude came back and was like, what's going on? Like, I just went and grabbed Cummins. He's like, oh, man, you got up, you left, you're out. You know, and so they turned around, got dressed came into the kitchen to get their, you know, cooler of drinks. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they asked us, oh, are y'all leaving? I was like, yeah, I saw something go down in the room that I just didn't care for. So we're out. And he's like, oh yeah, well, we're leaving too. Well, where are you going? And I was like, I don't know. We're just going to go grab a drink and go home. He's like, oh, well, we're going over to said bar. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Hmm. You know, I asked the wife, did you want to go? And she's like, yeah, let's go. Well, then when they had drinks with them, and then they ended up coming, like, we chatted with them, they ended up coming back to our place, you know, we ended up playing, that didn't go over very well, mm. but hmm. we still ended up playing, and then come to find out that is, or was, one of my wife's employees' parents. Whoa. So, and then, so, like, every time I would, like, go around that employee, because they were also a friend... I just kind of like how I bit my tongue the whole time. I have no idea because I don't, we don't see her anymore. But all I want to do is look at her in the face and be like, I fucked your mom. I was oh, just going to oh, say, oh my God, I fucked your mom. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm amused, but by the same token, I'm laughing because it's like, that's fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> it is very uncomfortable because that's the first thing. You know, yeah. they're a friend, they're they're a client of mine, they're an employee of my wife, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh my God, you know, it's like, it's the American Pie movie all over again, like, <laughs> Stifler's mom, Stifler's mom, <laughs> and oh, so, man. you know, and then, so, we stayed friends with the parents for a little while, mm-hmm. but there were daytime events that would, like, barbecues or whatever. Right, like house. company then, employee appreciation. <laughs> bring the it. dad would try to like oh. persuade my wife into going into a room without me up there and we have the rule, you know, we stay together, we play together. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, there's mm-hmm. we just don't do that. Yeah, us too. You know and it's a it's a sense of protection for my wife. She doesn't feel uncomfortable. She she doesn't feel like she'll get talked into something or, you know, she knows I'm right there and I stay very observant and aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not going to be any, you know, slippery trickery of getting rid of the condom kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. When we've and gone to so, like a house party or whatever, like I've made it very clear to him, like, do not leave me alone in a room with any men. Mm-hmm. Like, even right. if you agree that I can 
engage, but like, don't leave the room. Don't leave me alone in there. Yeah. Like, keep eyes on her. Yeah. I mean, that that that's for like situations like that where we're maybe at a house party and that's been our experience. It's different when we're one-on-one with other another couple but mm-hmm. in that kind of setting i've very clearly said like you will not leave me in a row alone <laughs> in a room with people <laughs> i mean i remember when we tried the uh the club thing which we're not against the club mm-hmm. we just and they are open here in texas mm-hmm. yeah i i as we've I've heard. heard yeah mm-hmm. i mean i literally just got shown that um, our hospitalizations are down so low that they're getting ready to reopen bars and restaurants are going back to full capacity. Mm. Right on. Yep. And so, um, so the club scene, I, the first time we went, we had met a couple off of a, um, lifestyle website and they invited us. So we went and met up with them. Well, we, had no idea that they were not the couple that you go to that place with. Oh. Huh. They were this this very well-known club mm-hmm. uh, around Texas and Louisiana and a few other places. Um, they uh, clicks are built at clubs. And, mm. you know, you're either part, you got the newbies and then you got people that are more solos and then you've got the cool kids club hmm. and then you have the wanderers and then you have the not so cool kids club yeah. it's kind of like well, bars you know were, the, the more you go and you get to get buddy buddy with like the door guys well, and then the bartenders you're like oh yeah hey what's that and then the owners and i totally know that it didn't take us long to sit at the cool kids table because i'm just that person to walk up and talk to anybody <laughs> and fucking awesome <laughs> You know, yeah. it does not bother me. Mm-hmm. I'm not shy. Mm-hmm. I, I think everybody wants to be my friend. I am that little lost puppy that will turn around and just talk to anybody and like, oh, pet me, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind and of should so we pet, yeah, Should right we there, pet you down right there? there? Behind the ear, I'll wag. <laughs> so right there behind the ear, I'll wag my tail. <laughs> yeah, so that's just like that. You, we just walk into a room and fucking like people just are drawn to her and she would talk, talk to anybody. And I mean, we went to this uh, this little dive bar where it felt like all the women were just like all up in her ass. They're just eyeing her and just, hey, what's up? But it was, you know, it wasn't like a hierarchy establishment. It wasn't like, what do you do for a living? Okay, based on that, I'm going to decide how I'm going to treat you. It was just like, no, it's just a they were bar. like, the one girl's like, you have the prettiest smile. And I'm like, oh, well, thank you. And I'm like, yours is very pretty too. So there's, and it's not fake flattery or anything. It's just, you know, I, I, we all have great qualities and characteristics and that's what I look for in people instead of like noticing immediately. Ugh. I'm just like, oh, there's a little something there that's interesting. There's a light that's shining through and, and that's how I strike up conversations with people. And then I become very animated and very engaged Mm-hmm. And I think it is infectious and other, you're right. Other people around you are like, Oh, what's going on over there? I need to find out. <laughs> and she's got this infectious laugh too. And be like, what's so funny? Hey, what's up? Yeah. Perfect ears kind of laugh. I yeah. think for I've, me too, it's the fact that like, I was probably that person at one point, point in time where I felt insecure and it was quite evident. And so there were others around me who 
drew me in and did their best to make me comfortable socially. And so I find a way of paying that back to others. I will always notice a person who's kind of sitting off by the side. And even if they're a stranger and whether I'm a little bit buzzed or not, I'm like, Hey, come join, (laughs) get in on this conversation. I'm in, I'm an includer. (laughs) If that's even a word. I I mean, I think for a lot of, a lot of people, it's still afraid of being judged. So no matter like where you're at in the lifestyle, mm-hmm. I think we all have a sense of, of the fear of being judged, even though we are in the least judgmental uh, lifestyle that I know that exists. Um, you know, there's still a level of your own kinks that people feel like they're going to be judged on. Um you know, like one to touch base on here and, and we're not going to get everybody too excited here though, but is it's pegging. <laughs> so that one is like the biggest like fear in the world for men to either admit, yeah. yes, it is. admit to their wife, you know, mm-hmm. or anything, but believe it or not, once that was something like that me and my wife had tried, it was like now she's so I, I believe that she's into it because she sees a different level of orgasm out of me right. than yep. your just standard sex orgasm. That's bullseye. Yep. She is on point. I yep. agree. That's just like Celeste. I've had the same experience. It becomes fun for her mm-hmm. because. Yep. And then at that point, she knows 100% that she is doing the work, and it's because of her that that just happened. Yes, and we're, we're proud. Clink that fucking <laughs> We <right> got <laughs> We'll listen to you. it's it's like it's almost an empty glass just so everyone knows but yes we're we're kind of proud of ourselves that like we can get our man to that level and then we're like we did that yeah yeah well (laughs) that was my work i did that shit absolutely with her to to it and i was like hey you know i'm kind of into this what do you think and she was like oh I don't know. I've never done it, but I'm, well, I'm I kind of did, but not exactly. Like yeah. you know, my ex husband would always ask, and 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 I would be like, "But why?" And I'm not sure I understand. He, mm-hmm. the and difference is, is the that, hardest thing for a guy to ask for. And the only thing I can say is, be open minded women, because mm-hmm. because that is still like. If a man comes to you and talks to you about this, that is a whole different level of trust. Yeah. Like, you might as well have just hidden, you know, the gold mine to a man's trust of you. Because if they're willing to admit that, that is like, I remember that night. It was so nerve-wracking. Like, Hmm. it took me like a year to open my mouth and actually talk about it. Interesting. And because it was a curiosity thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, does it, I think we are put off by that it, it's not normal or we don't think it's normal or that's gross or. For me, I was just like, it? what does this do for you? Mm-hmm. I didn't entirely understand. And that was the difference is he, you know, when it would happen, it would be like my toys but they were laid out and then he'd be like, well, put that in me. And I'm like, 
what is what is this um, gonna do for you? I don't know. I, am I doing it right? Am I doing it wrong? Is it too hard? Is it at a wrong angle? Like, and I never got any of that feedback or input, so it didn't happen often. But there, there I think that was kind of a deal breaker with him. Is he, you know, asked for it early on, and he's like, you know, I had a partner. And I asked her and she was really put off by it. And I'm like, I'm not put off by it. I just want to know what does it do for you? Right. Yeah. Is am I a substitute oh, for something that like maybe you really desire, or is this an enhancement or or what? Like no, I'm wide open for you to help me understand. Yeah. Like right. And so once I had the benefit of him explaining to me, like it feels great <laughs> and it helps me, you know, achieve a different level of orgasm. I was mm-hmm. like, uh, well, yeah, can we buy a harness? Hard <laughs> it's like, it's like your normal orgasm, but if you had like 10 of them in a row. Exactly. Yep. Which was, now you know, I can has, relate to because it, I also understand because I enjoy anal sex. And when I was, you know, married the first time, like I, I only had anal sex with him like once. And I was like, nope, no thanks. Like this isn't for me. But as I grew into my body and came into acceptance and then I'm like, oh my God, that orgasm, <laughs> you're right. It's mm-hmm. 10 times more intense and 10 times more sensitive and or shattering and all the like, you know. <laughs> yeah, my time back in like the early two thousands, I was at the point where I was you know, single and I was kind of you know dating on and off with you know or seeing people here and there. But I was just like, you know, what? How else can I kind of you know get myself off? Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I had all these 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 toys from like you know past relationships and i was just like mm, you know and you kind of start with the fingers and stuff and i was like well does this fit and, and i mean there was a time where i just used this one toy and i was like and so i'm like got it all up in there and yeah and and it was masturbating at the same time but i was like kind of using this thing and when and i came like this with such intensity i was like holy fuck Wow and <laughs> shit, yep. and it was just like oh, and I, I think I clear shot across the room, <laughs> <laughs> like blasting. You know, I was like, holy mm-hmm. fuck! So then I was, you know, and then it was not that uh, maybe a little later, um, I ended up uh, seeing this girl who, at some point, uh, I was just like, hey, do you know, let's go to that store near your house. The you know the. The, uh, the adult store and the just sex look shop. at some stuff and what do you think about getting this and you can use it on me and she was like oh okay yeah sure and then she was kind of she was kind of like up for it because she was she was a goth <laughs> kind of a goth and that was, that's the, the crowd we used to roll with around you know but mm-hmm. um and it was that whole like, goth and fetish scene back that I used to hang with. And she was like, yeah. And then she was like, well, then she had fun with it because she was like, oh, I can wear my corset. And then I can wear I was like, yes, do that. And, and wear this. And I'm like, yeah, g- get it, girl. And she was, she had a blast. And I was like, fuck yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> let's, let's do this together. And mm-hmm. then it was like, you know. I get very turned on. 
I get you do very turned on because like you're saying, like, uh, like Jack is saying, like, I know I'm doing that and I'm making you feel that good. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, wow, that's a really powerful thing. It is yeah. like mentally powerful, visually powerful when I can see the expression and I'm just like, oh, I'm turned on by the feeling, but I get more turned on watching you because your reactions and your looks and your expressions. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you. So I, I, I obviously like the. Uh, was she, you know, she was receptive, receptive early when on. you when you brought it uh, up to her, and you're like, okay, or um, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's been a little while, but uh, mm -hmm. I mean, awesome. she, I think she was just kind of. We were definitely going through the period of like we we're trying so many new different things all at one mm -hmm. time that it didn't really catch her off guard. I mean, if this was something that maybe we were never in the lifestyle and we weren't trying that, and then I brought this up, maybe that would have kind of caught her off guard. Mm -hmm. But because we were trying clubs and trying this and trying that, and, and you know, then all of a sudden this is just another, like, thing on the buffet table, mm -hmm. she was like, whatever i've never tried this before but screw it we'll try it out you know yeah. mm -hmm. and so at that point i don't really feel like it bothered her one way or another yeah the only part that i was concerned with was that i was gonna hurt you somehow right <laughs> i hurt my partner that i was because as a woman, I mean, you know, I'm like, am I going in at the wrong I mean, angle? And so just point me in the right direction. And is there enough lube? Yeah, she was just trying to get gather, like, get her berries with, the like, the equipment and how to move. And yeah, because like, <laughs> I had never worn a harness. So, you know, with, with my ex-husband, it was, you know, just insertion. And then I'm like, well, my hand's kind of getting tired and, like, whatever. But with this, I was like, I've never worn a harness. I need to make sure I have it on right. Mm -hmm. Is it in the right yeah, angle? I didn't ever want to do the fingers or anything because, uh, you know, acrylic nails aren't fun there. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't. I, yeah. <laughs> it's part of the reason that I don't have acrylics now. <laughs> it's Yeah, I leave them off for a reason just in case. But um, I just needed to understand, like, how, how to position myself. What's the right position and the right angle? Mm -hmm. And again, I mean, it's definitely something you have to be in the mood for. I mean, it's not something that you can just like jump into, like, oh, you yeah. know, uh, fuck me in the ass. I'm like, like <laughs> oh, it's a Tuesday night, honey. Can I fuck you in the ass? And then you're just like, oh, yeah, let's just go right now. No, it's, it's, that's definitely not the way that works. Yeah. Right. You yeah, you, got, you get that it's, mood and you go, like, oh. I'm like, hey, honey. Um, I mean, you? for me, I think it's like, what what level of horny am I at that point or like have I thought about this the last three or four times that we've had sex and then now I'm kind of like yeah I absolutely need yeah, it at you've that been, point and that's kind of where I wait for it because you've been ruminating on the, it <laughs> yeah I mean if you're doing the same thing over and over I mean it's just like anything in the lifestyle if you keep doing the same repetitive thing over and over and over it's it's going to end up becoming dull at some point or another. Um, 
So I think, you know, switching that up, it, it does help things and it does make it exciting. And, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, well, for Celeste, so. she loves anal and she will get off like intensely and just, you know. and. But I don't want to do it all the time. Exactly. Every single like, time. <laughs> so yeah, it's not a, like an yeah. all the time thing. But when it, when it does go down, she <laughs> lets me know. And, and, and I... I she'll she'll do her own little prep (laughs) i do but i'm also like i yes you're right i've been thinking on it for the last three or four encounters and i'm like oh yeah and and obviously you're not going to do it the wednesday after taco tuesday (laughs) oh that too (laughs) (laughs) that too and you're not going to like be doing it when you're having your lady business and you're not you know that's not an alternative to the lady business oh mine doesn't have to worry about that anymore oh see that's my problem is i'm like everything down there is polluted just leave it alone (laughs) yeah the the shop is closed for maintenance and it's polluted i'm like it's undergoing renovation (laughs) leave it alone but the week after like we're golden you know Mm -hmm. it's like everything's rejuvenated it's feeling all nice again mine (laughs) mine doesn't have that week of the month anymore how do i get there how does that? You don't want that. I I know. I I you know what? So for a long time, I took the shot. I took the Depra Provera shot, and I never had a period, and that yeah, just made yeah. things beautiful. She, she had the histo. Oh, okay. The gotcha. Yeah, I I took the shot for about six or seven years until my doctor said, "That's it. You can't have any more. You're getting like early osteoporosis, and things are breaking down." <laughs> But it made it everything very convenient, you know. It definitely made things very convenient. But but yeah, I am I am the same way. I'm like that's like the decadent dessert that like if you eat it too much, you're not going to want it again, ever, ever mm-hmm. again for a good long while. For me, you know, for what? anal, but for Kim, I don't, you know, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm like we're kind of overdue. Number one, we're mm-hmm. number two, like. We're due for a new harness. I love the harness that I have. It's amazing. But I'm also kind of like, might be time to switch it up a little bit and get something that's fits. Weren't you talking about like the, um, like the boy short ones or something at one point or another? Yes. Yeah. Cause right now we only have just the one, but I want. So just be, just be careful on that. And I'll tell you from like a guy's standpoint of view, Mm -hmm. that, that flexes a lot. You don't have that like vertical support anymore right so if depending on your position or what you're choosing to do um the thrust might be a little bit more difficult Mm -hmm. and then also might be on a little bit more of the painful side for him just due to because there's no vertical support anymore gotcha because a leather harness or something else like holds it up and then versus that, there is a nylon that is your support. So you got leather or nylon, you know, kind of deal. So right now I've got so. a nylon. Yeah. And then we have one my- in the cart that's uh, that we want to get, but it's been like pretty back order because they hand make them. Um, it's like amazing this fuchsia well, pink because everybody listens to your uh, podcast and like oh I want to get God. fucked in the ass now yeah they all want that fucking amazing <laughs> harness which is like called the Nikki or something whatever it no. is it's what is it called I don't know but it's it's from it's by uh, Sports Sheets 
Mm. I did show. Uh, That's not I the did one. show the wife. Yes. Your guys is uh, little toy from Spencer's that's got the suction on it. Oh, with the <laughs> heat. <laughs> we yeah, literally that pink one. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> that's her favorite. Yeah, the pink one. Mm-hmm. Oh, that thing. God yeah. damn it! <laughs> it's so fucking good. She loves that thing. <laughs> when that heat comes on, it's just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it does uh, kill the battery. Uh, but more, but you know, you do get some use out of it, and uh, yeah, she loves that thing. It, ugh. <laughs> but we have a so we good. have this one um, that it's uh, it's it's from enticeme.com and I gotta have to check again because they've been pretty back order because they did you know, they they hand make them. They're not cheap either. So and no, it's all like three hundred dollars. No, yeah, but um. This one we got through uh, just some other side, but it's... it's It says currently unavailable. We don't know when this item will be back in stock. It is called the Nikki. Thank you very much. The Nikki Nikki Minx. And it's... You must be looking at that on Amazon. uh, Well, yeah, on Amazon, but it's the Aslan, A-S-L-A-N. Aslan, yeah. Leather Nikki Minx strap-on harness. Mm. That's the one. Don't say, mmm, I'm looking right at the picture. That is my dream harness right there. This... Honey, so how some ladies have horse riding as a hobby and they want a certain saddle, that's it right there. That's the one that I want, and it's it's like probably two forty nine or something. But they are custom made, and they're leather, yeah. and they're hand tooled, and this whole nine yards, and yeah, they're well, supposed they're rated really high. And you're the one that told me because you yeah, heard about it on the it's podcast. It's not that one, but I, I, I well, get that's you. the one it's that I one want. One of the one of the minks. It's the Aslan minks, but it's it's got um, okay. I don't know what you're doing then. It's directly from their site and not Amazon. And I won't buy that from Amazon. No, it's right here on their site. Mm-hmm. The Nikki Minx harness, $185. That's not it. Well, then I don't know what you have in your cart, but this is the one that I wanted. It looks very much for little. Yeah, you can get that at uh, AsianLeather.com. It's 185 Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one that I had my eye on. Cause, so we have the nylon one right now. Thanks. And that one's good. But the problem is the nylon chafes. They have it in stock. Oh, yeah. The nylon kind of chafes, but it holds it really well. And so for me, what I found is two things. Like number one, when I'm on my back and he's on top, that is fucking amazing and <laughs> super, super hot. Because at the same time that he's on top, you know, he's either stroking himself or I'm stroking him. And it's just like this look of pure bliss. That's just like, it gets me really worked up. And then I, (laughs) I feel myself like, I'm like, Oh, I'm getting wet. And then the friction kind of happens. And I'm like, are you going to come pretty soon? Cause like the way you're rubbing up against me and bouncing up and down is causing this friction. And then (laughs) I'm going to come too. (laughs) And, and purple passion uh, has, purplepassion.com has it cheaper at 175. Ooh, see. Yeah, yep. No, I I I want this one. This is the one we're getting because But is, I'm the one that wears it. Thank you, you very much. You picked it and I brought it to your attention. You were like, that's the one. It's it is an Amazon mix, but it's oh, not okay. the Nikki. It's not the Nikki. It's not the Nikki. But I like the Nikki because of the color. <laughs> it, the same color is just Oh, it's more a support and better one. Yes. Okay. And it's 
built for the thicker, curvier oh, ones. Well, then there you go. So yeah. So <laughs> this has been like yeah on my wish list since we started dating. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and he finally decided to share with me like probably like the fifth or sixth time we were together he's like so what do you know about pegging and I'm like I only know the joke that my brother told oh, yeah. you, you just tell that whole story <laughs> which I yeah. told I on an, an early episode <laughs> but I was like pegging like mm, yeah I'm like I only know the joke that my brother told but you're like he's like yeah I'm, I'm I like to do that and I'm into it I'm like okay what do we need for that and so in the early days, there was just a toy that like he, <laughs> you know, when you buy sheets and they come in that like drawstring bag, <laughs> Yeah, that's what he kept it in. <laughs> and it was like in, in a box in the closet. And so he's like, this is my thing. And I'm like, okay, right on. So we had the whole routine and we would like get down with that. And then I'm like, is there a way for me, you know, cause then we'd watch a little bit of porn together and he would show me the videos and stuff. And then I'm like, yeah, is there a way for me to have an apparatus to like put this particular, <laughs> the apparatus <laughs> to put this toy in, in order to create a greater level of sensation, you know? And, and because I also very much am into like the skin on skin contact. So me just using my hand and manipulating something, might feel great for him, but I also, you know, I'm like, really I kind of want the whole experience. Like, I want to, you know, I want to put my hands on your back or grab the hips. I or, think, I think it's definitely more of like an alpha male thing because it gives alpha males an opportunity to finally um, not have to be in control of something. Yeah. That's what she, so she straps on. She runs the you, fuck. <laughs> I'll tell you, go yeah, ahead and I mean, run the fuck. Where, where, where you're maybe handling the majority of the finances in the household or you're handling the majority of the chores in the household, at one point or another, you want a moment of where you can just not be in charge. Well, we like both you, have I mean, that. <laughs> I just want someone to like just lay the shit down on me. Just give it to me, give it to me good, lay the shit down on me. If you're a man, if you're a woman, I am happy, but I don't want to be a teacher. Right. But I'm happy to be the initiator if you're comfortable in that realm. Doesn't mean you have to be experienced, but if you're comfortable engaging in that, that like, I'll get it started. But I'm not going to get it started just to get it started for everyone to like decide, oh, that's the entree into the event. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, like My teaching days are over. <laughs> he's a, he's a switch. I'm, I'm not, I'm very clearly like there's, you know, but when we're talking about pegging, that's a different, I don't, I, yeah, I, I like to feel dominant in that situation i like to see the look of pleasure and the enjoyment that comes from it and that i'm given that pleasure and then yes run the fuck Ta -da. <laughs> so so yeah the the harness like came into play and we've worked through that and had the harness and then we did talk about like the boy shorts because someone recommended it to well, us someone and used the one on you yeah, the female. It was a you know it was a female, so yeah, a little different. 
Yeah, but I, I'm, you know, but I also we've looked at this one and we have our eye on that and kind of like, well, that's sitting in the cart and we'll get it at some point in time when the COVID stops and they go back to manufacturing this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's. Mm. i gotta say mm, you know i became a i became a a believer Mm -hmm. in the value of it because then there's the whole prostate health part that comes from it too yeah and i'm certainly not a doctor but there's benefits to that having that deep stimulation (laughs) and i also told her like pretty early in our relationship was like i was like I'm letting it all out. And I was like, this is what I want this time around because I've always had to leave the suppressed stuff or not be able to just fully PB. And she's just like, fuck yeah. She was like, I fucking knew it. (laughs) You want to do this? (laughs) You know, and that uh, is true. That is true. So the first time he said, I was like, ah, ding, 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 ding. My spidey senses were tingling. (laughs) I could tell that there was like some kink factor going on even yeah. though it had nothing to do with your appearance or anything so it was the whole what do you think of you <laughs> about fucking other people and and it's that's interesting that's an interesting like dynamic when when i come across people or in my daily life like sometimes my radar just twangs and i'm like i feel like there's a thing there <laughs> that if we didn't have a professional working relationship or we didn't have some other type of dynamic like you would tell me what your thing is. <laughs> I don't know if that's happened to you guys where you just know, but you never go anywhere with it. But like occasionally that happens to me mm-hmm. where I'm just like, I'm sensing something behind the scenes, but I'm leaving it alone. It's like you were saying, just pretend like you don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that everyone gives off their own triggers, you know, and no matter how you look at it, you know, you're going to run into lifestylers and kind of notice their body language, their acronyms, whatever they Mm -hmm. choose to use. And you're still going to pick up on it because you have spent the time either in the lifestyle at the clubs, read it on forums, and it's just going to trigger in your mind. And instantly you already know, but there are some that like, you might see a couple. I might know somebody. I know you're part of the lifestyle. I had a boss who was part of the lifestyle. Mm. I never let the boss know. I was not interested in the boss. Mm-hmm. So, mm. you know, at that point, I'm like, you know, you don't want to say at that point that they're part of it, you know? Right. Like, and, I'm not going to do the secret you know. handshake with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not going to have a sword fight in the bathroom there, buddy. <laughs> like um you know or i'm not going to swap lives with you you know kind of deal you know because some of some of the lifestyle can be more possessive than others yeah i ran into that a lot when i was younger oh it's It's bad. Yeah. And there there was a thing too that there was like this girl that i knew and her husband was he wasn't into the swap. He just wanted like me with her and him. And he would come into our work and he'd be like, why won't you come over? How come you just keep like shutting us down? And, and I'm like, because of you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like you're fucking hella aggressive you like about that. it. Shit, fuck that. 
Like you're you're being so aggressive about it. It's just putting me off. And and it was like you might possess her, but you're not going to possess me along with her. Like you know. And I was like, well, and also I have a husband as well, just like you have a wife. Uh, I think it's worse online than it is anywhere else. Like your profile can completely say, this is what I'm into. This is the age range I'm into. This is what I'm looking for. And out of nowhere, you'll turn around and get some dick pic. And he's like, uh, are you sure that you can't go up to 45 years old? I know you're only asking, you know, age range up to 35, but you know, look at what I got. And, (laughs) you know, well, no, thank you. You know, thank you for the offer. Well, you're never going to find nothing like this. Um, they're a dime a dozen, too. Oh, because your dick is so magical? <laughs> yeah. I, I, it I, came from the unicorn fairies? <laughs> yeah, I see dicks on a daily basis running our fucking, our, 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 our site, our, yeah, our, our day site, and it's just like, and then you could tell, like, you obviously didn't fucking read the very first part of the fucking, of the, of the profile, which is all in bold letters, directed to you, you dumb shit. <laughs> so, fuck you. Don't and I open just, with a dick pic. Yeah, and it's just like, or it's like, oh, she's fucking hot, or it's like, hey, baby, what's up? And, and it clearly says i run this fucking site you will never talk to her unless she asked to be fucking cars you know it's like because i I also don't want to look at dick pics all day long i i agree with you like i Mm -hmm. i think jack is totally on point like that's 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 half of it the other half is so i screen everything first Mm -hmm. and then if i see something that maybe possibly she might be interested in um we'll sit down and i'll send into her and we just kind of have this game that all she has to do is reply yay nay or may and then that's it and then they go to their folders as is do you do you have the experience where a lot of people or not a lot but people frequently think that like you're just posing as a married man because i know he's had that experience where they're like well how come your wife isn't on here how come she doesn't answer and he's yeah through through kick yeah we've like gotten banned through from stuff and uh, and i'm the same way no she has a demanding job she and i handle all this stuff and it's just like well where's she no you're just a single guy and then we have an episode about that. <laughs> yeah, and I'm. It's not necessarily because I'm demanding, but I agree with you. Like I want everything to go through him, and he's the screener. He's the filter and decides what makes it through and what. No, doesn't. it wasn't. I was saying you were demanding. Is that like you have a demanding job that takes up your time? I barely hear from you during the day, so I handle all this stuff. And then she sees it at night when you know if it's something's good. I'm like, yeah, check this out. Check this out. Like your conversation when we had it. I was like, we went through the thing and. She she was like, oh, fuck yeah, right on. Yeah, but there have been, yeah, like you said, there have been times where people just thought he was posing as a married man mm-hmm. and that it was some type of subterfuge, and that's not the case at uh, all. Yeah. I don't think I've ran into it um, so much as in, like, replies mm-hmm. that have, I guess maybe, maybe I've hit a few of them that are like, you know, because I deny them. Well, why am I getting denied? That's the one question I hate people. Like, oh my God, if you're listeners, if you're a single male out there, like this is my tip to you. Don't ask why. 
I will hurt your damn feelings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will hurt your feelings. No. I will. Because uh, the, the why question is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I've already replied very respectfully. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you for replying. No, thank you. We're not interested at this time. Or, you know, you're not quite what we're looking for. Why? And I'll tell them, look, we don't need to, you know, get into a long conversation about it. It's just not our type. It's not negotiable. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, listen, like, I don't want to be a jerk. No, I do want to know why. Okay, that's fine. Um, you have an excessive amount of body hair, which Ooh. she's not <laughs> into. Your face looks like it's been ran over by an 18-wheeler without the tires on it. And drugs are not our thing. (laughs) And we know you're not really 47. You're 59. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, Because there's that that happens. And that's also why I made, you know, I was like, you beat the screener because you can, you can, some people are in great shape for their age, but there's Mm -hmm. other people. It's just painfully obvious. Like, there was some 72-year-old man who just kept hitting us up. And I was like, no. Mm Yeah. The thing no. is, not even, even when I'm 72, I'm not fucking that. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I mean, maybe it's happened to you guys too, but for us, it's like, it's not even like the decent looking people or decent couples, decent guys yeah. that ask why. It is the one that are busted. I mean, you know, they've been ridden hard and hung wet. Yeah, so... You know, kind of look to them. Here's your and headline. They, we don't sympathy fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, <laughs> you get up and you look in the mirror. You're missing half of your front teeth. Oh, jeez. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, like, oh. I'm not coming out to whatever double wide you have. Yeah, yeah. With, like, like your 12 cats happening. and one litter box. Yep. You know, so I've been in one you know, of those. If, if you do have the single male listeners in here that do go out and reply to couples who are looking for a single male, um, my advice is, is if if they say no, thank you. Um, first of all, be happy that you got a no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Just be like, yeah, dang man, that was cool. Yeah. You know, be that was cool that they actually reply instead of just simply ignore me. And secondly, don't ask why. Okay, mm-hmm. just move on. Just be grateful. Wish them a Merry Christmas, yeah. Happy New Year. You know, whatever time of the year it is, be cool about it, and and that's it. Because the last thing that they want is another two hour conversation as to why you're not fitting their needs mm-hmm. or their requirements. Um, you know, and that goes for couples too. I mean, I've we have had some just awful rude couples before to where you're just like, why? Wow. You know, just like, you know, when, when, when you tell us that, no, you don't want to meet up for drinks or no, you don't want to go do, you know, have dinner or something so we can chat because all you're looking for is, you know, the easy street. Then, you know, what was your luck on that when you were single? <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, for me, you know, we can, everybody can joke about this all day long as you want. It doesn't matter. But at, at the end of it, your attitude is everything. And for some reason today, 
I see it more than I even did five years ago in the lifestyle. Everybody just feels entitled that because they replied they should be the chosen one. Oh, you're not. Gosh. You're not the chosen one. Yeah. Okay. You're right about like, that. I, mean, I encounter I've, the same I've thing when they got, apply for jobs and they get mad when I'm like, "Sorry, we're moving on." And they, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've only got one golden ticket to the chocolate factory. I promise you, that's it. Okay. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> you know, Love and, that. and Wonka ain't picking you. That's right. Okay? Where's our Charlie? <laughs> yeah, right. Don't don't act like the little girl who turned into the blueberry. You know, yeah, Veruca. Veruca. <laughs> don't be a Veruca. <laughs> Yeah. Or a Mike yeah, TV. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had uh, yeah. people that, you know, they just every day throughout the day, it's like fucking 24 7, I get, you know, messages, you know, on our on our dating site. And, it's, you know, the, the messages or like the instant messenger one that mm-hmm. just kind of goes right to you. And you could. You could tell either they didn't, you know, reply or whatever, or some, you know, and in the beginning it says, you know, if you don't know how to properly address a couple in a greeting, just, you know, keep moving just on, give, give yeah. up. So I can tell, and those are the ones that pop up where I'm just automatically delete, 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 delete. Yes. And so, and once I mean, in a while, once in a blue or every so often I'll get a, like, hey, good morning. Yeah, but that's you guys. how Jack made it through the screener. The very first thing that he said to me, he was like, this guy read. <laughs> he read through it or he knows. No, well, or this, this is just. This no, no, is, no. Somebody else. Oh, so it was. Was it someone else that you yeah, were like? They else. under. OK, so yeah. that that particular person, yeah. I, I apologize. I'm incorrect with the name. But there was someone else that he read the response. And he's like, this person read our ad. They're being respectful. They're giving the type of information we're looking for and the response we're looking for mm-hmm. and it just doesn't come off sounding fucking desperate. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cuz desperate people need not apply. You're mm-hmm. right. Charlie, ticket, no ticket. Like if you're desperate, then yeah, how did that go for you when you were single? Do you think you're going to get two people out of it? It's not going to happen. Oh, and there's a already like I I now have a running tally of regulars who every morning is good morning how are you guys doing good morning how are you guys doing good morning how are you guys doing but yet we still haven't met any of these people like, <laughs> but it's it's the it's the same that's like, okay you, you i haven't replied to you because you're not really giving me anything to really fucking one reason to answer not interested already but like it's just like have you not gotten the picture so i'm gonna have to like start shutting people down but like you need to put them on the auto reject (laughs) (laughs) it was was that easy that's right (laughs) you know yeah i gotta program program that (laughs) if that fucking phone thing was shut down that was the tech tip i mean i I think it's i think it's somewhere similar to like even if you're replying to talk to you guys because because we listen to your podcast um, you know, just because you're talking to them doesn't mean that like they're gonna fly out, you know, all the way to North Carolina and come sleep with y'all. <laughs> yeah. uh, come in with some some respect and humility and talk to them like you want to become friends. Like, look, I I I came in, reached out on the subject matter. Mm-hmm. I you know don't come in and. Don't ask for pictures. I mean, that's not, you don't, look, I, 
I don't need to sit here and and ask for titty pictures and ass pictures and all this stuff and try to get the goods where, you know, there's no payout in the end in this. You know, if you're genuinely interested in speaking about a subject matter or a time, something that you went through in the lifestyle, or maybe you have a question because you heard something on the podcast, you know, like, yo, I went through this Mm -hmm. and you guys done that cool then reach out about it. Mm -hmm. But at at the end, an intellectual conversation really leads to more in life than just that three second conversation you had with somebody. Absolutely. I mean, I've had the the pleasure of having a continuous conversation for uh, a little bit now with you, and and I believe, or I've tried to be as respectful and articulate as possible to um, you know keep a conversation going more than just like, hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. You know, because because everybody can say, hey, how's it going? And that's I the say that to thing. Half the people I walk <laughs> yeah, past. That's the greeting I get every day. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? It's like, uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> you don't know me from Jack Jim or you know Jim Blow. Then, then it's my job if I would like to have an interaction or to meet you through an online way to explain one as to why I'm contacting you. Hey, I've listened to your podcast. Uh, I just want to reach out and say, Hey, Mm -hmm. it's great. I just want you guys to know you got some more Texas followers now. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, for for y'all, that's exciting because that means that, uh, geographically you guys are growing. I don't know what centralized in. Yeah. What's going on in Texas? I'm always in wonderment of, now, I've only driven through so, Texas once on the way to Tennessee and once back. That's my entire time there. But I'm like, what is the, yeah, I, I don't know what, enough. I haven't delved, but what what's going about? on what in Texas? What do you want to know? <laughs> what, take, what makes take, it so take. free and open, I guess, that there's so many or people The mass who, exodus from California to Texas? No. So, uh, I mean, what? What's the Texas culture? I mean, um, well, I mean, that generalizes by yeah, region. Yeah. And culture so, is such an overused word anyway, so. Guns and beer. You know. So, I mean, you have scenes everywhere you go, depending on what lifestyle you kind of want to live. It depends on where you're going to travel. So, um, you know. For, for me, like if, if I want to go to Tennessee and I want to go to Chattanooga, Tennessee, I'm not going to expect to walk around and everybody shake my hand because I'm wearing a cowboy hat. It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not in Nashville. Mm-hmm. You know, Chattanooga, Tennessee is not that way. Mm-hmm. You can get around. It's more of a casual, like hipster style living out there. Mm. Um there's a small country scene out there. Now you come to Texas and I think to a level you have cowboy hat, you know, up and down the state to a certain extent, but the majority of that's what you want to see all the time. I would say go to Fort Worth. Right. There's if you want, you know, I mean, you're going to see it at the Fort Worth stockyard year round. I mean, if you want, live if you want to be a Californian and come to Texas and most of them moved to Austin 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, reason being is because that culture is most similar to California culture ah, by nature. Gotcha. It's very freeing and very keep it keep Austin weird. Yes. So it's like younger, a micro hipster. micro not yeah. micro meaning small, but it's a transplant, like I guess. Yeah. Pretty much. Interesting. Uh, Austin is definitely probably the most expensive area of land. I, you know, we just look at our numbers and we're like, what is going on in Texas? And then we get communications. Yeah, we get communications from people and they're like, oh, yeah. And I went to this club and, and they're, and I'm like, okay, here's what I know about this place is we have followers. There are swinger lifestyle clubs. Culture is like, huge here because we have, we have clubs, resorts, New Beach, mm. um, legal New Beach. And, I love the legal um, New Beaches. Thank you very much. <laughs> and, and I and used to make any beach my life. own nude beach when I lived in Hawaii. I'd just rip my top off and girls would be looking at me and then they're like, oh, okay, clink. <laughs> They'd pull theirs off too. And then we're like, uh, it's a nude beach now. Ha ha. <laughs> Next thing you know, until a dude comes along and then we roll over and, and, Till we like sussed them out but like there are certain beaches there there's one called three tables and that was like the topless beach and then there was queen's beach but i'd go to whatever beach and i just like look around and i'm like that's eh, me and like three other chicks whatever <laughs> just i mean i think i found y'all's podcast through another podcast to be honest with you oh okay yeah some other podcast spoke about yours Right. And that's when I learned about it. Interesting. And yeah, I just wondered what, like, I'm like, what's up with Texas? I mean, we already know. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. terrible. It's really terrible to, like, you know, say Florida is this, like, stereotype Florida. But we know. And that's why we have a following there. There are lifestyle communities that you can retire to and live in. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're not retired and you live in those communities. It's just that place. What's interesting is when I lived in Hawaii, that was the place where like everything was very free. You could go to any beach and pull up your top and there wasn't going to be a lifeguard rolling up on you with a truck telling you to put your shirt on. <laughs> and there were, you know, in 1992, people were having same-sex commitment ceremonies. And, and so I was like, this is just a very tolerant place which is an amazing place to come into your sexuality. When you're in such a place that's so tolerant, you're just like, already the community at large doesn't shame you for being different. And in fact, they encourage it and in some ways almost exploit it because if you walk downtown Waikiki, every other bar is like a strip bar and (laughs) nudity is just commonly accepted there. From there, I moved to Tennessee where, you know, every, you're right, like if, revival and Baptists. And, and so yeah. it was like, well, I don't dare say anything about anything to anybody I'm working with. And I'm got to mm-hmm. become almost puritanical with like, you know, shirts buttoned up to my neck. I think it's a little bit more, the lifestyle is more acceptable mm-hmm. because it's so populated here. Mm. And you have so many people um, coming from so many different states to settle there, maybe? 
Yeah, but there's a lot of clubs, so we're not just generalized to one club. Mm. Um, so, you know, you have them up and down the state, and then it's multiple clubs, and, like, there's more than one in Austin. There's more than one company. Um, yeah, I know of, of Colette. Colette follows us on... Uh, so, okay, so Colette is there, which used to be players, and they were bought out. Hmm. And then there's Friends. Friends. And then, huh. yeah, a okay. place called Friends. Hmm. That, oh, I've never been to Friends personally because I didn't like the vetting uh, process. Oh, okay. What's what's um, the vetting process like from your point of view? We've never um, actually been to a club, so we don't know what the vetting process consists of. Yeah, we don't have of. anything near us that's probably like... So, and I okay. don't know that we'll ever actually go to a club as well. Oh, you're going to have to try it. Okay, well, then there's that. <laughs> you will. In Texas. You, you, <laughs> just try one. Holy shit, we're just going to um, have to go to Texas this summer. <laughs> yeah, we got, yeah, we got, we got, Everything's opening we, back we've up. We've got friends in Texas. <laughs> So for me, I think um, Do you have to write so an essay, like a two hundred word essay. No. <laughs> so Colette is definitely like somebody, like tells you where it is. Do you have to be sponsored by someone who? No. Okay. No, because um, Cassidy runs a meet and greet night uh, there, like mm-hmm. every week or once a month, something like that. I think it's once a month. Mm-hmm. Is is. Um, and then there's like, uh, no panty Friday night where you get a discount to go into the door. The girl's not wearing panties and then she's just got to shut the door girl because she's not wearing any panties. <laughs> but when you walk, when you walk, in, that's going to be Friday so. nights at our house. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings. When you walk into men Colette, and women, so, no pants, <laughs> you walk into a lobby first and you can't see past the lobby because there's another set of doors. Right. Okay. So as far as your vetting process goes, that's where it happens. You just fill out some paperwork, blah, 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 get your membership or just get a nightly membership. And then you get to go into there. You know, you're either a couple single males are really handpicked and you're really only getting a couple um, Mm -hmm. in there a night, but they cannot go upstairs unless escorted by a couple. Oh. Or escorted by a female. They have to be with a female to go upstairs. Okay. Um, There's no play downstairs. Mm. At the one in Austin, which they are. Is it like a dance floor in a dining room or a. So there's pool tables, oh. there's poles to dance on, there are rooms downstairs, but they have doors to them. Um, there's a dance floor, there's a DJ and a DJ booth. Um, there's your bar that you get all your setups from. Hmm. Yeah, and you bring then, your booze. Um, Most of them have like you bring your own booze, and they have like all the yes. extra stuff. With yes, because because in Texas, if it's they can't have a liquor license gotcha. for these establishments, you have it at BYOB. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So that's where your vetting process happens, and then the owner of the club will walk you around if it's your first time at the club and explain everything to you. They'll give you a tour, take you upstairs, show you everything show you the the video room where you can watch movies and then show you uh, open playroom. And then on the other side, you go back down the stairs, walk across and go up another set of stairs. And then there are private rooms 
some with see-through glass and then some that are private private mm-hmm. um, that have locking doors. So if you're not into being launched and you just want to go hang out with another couple, you can shut the door, lock it, Ooh. have your fun, be done, get out. That's the first as I've heard of walk, locking doors. Okay. As soon as hmm. you get done, though, one of the staff members will go in, clean, change sheets before they let another couple go in. Okay. Instantly. No. Okay. Um, if you have an issue with somebody, you catch somebody with their phone out, taking pictures, taking video, you get one of the floor people, they get removed instantly. There are no questions asked, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So it's like a bouncer, per se? I mean, they, are, they don't act like bouncers. They just, they just politely. Yeah, I mean, obviously, they're not grabbing people, people yeah. and dragging them out, but that's mm-hmm. your security your safety escort. Now, the last time, and it's been a while with friends, the vetting issue was different. Hmm. You had to call the club, voice to verify for the couple, answer questions, go through basically an interview process, and then you would get the address to the club. Oh. And then we went through that much of it, and then we got the address, and then I was like, mm, no, I just... It really just rubbed me wrong. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And so we prefer to stay on the collect side of it. Okay. Um, now, certain clubs cater to certain age ranges, more or less. Um, I think Colette's is growing a lot more um, now that it's become Colette's. So it's definitely the age range has widened and brought in a lot further. Hmm. Yeah. I've heard about Colette for like a while and especially from other podcasts and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, I just feel, I mean, in from, but from what I've heard from other podcasts and seen just through photos or whatever, it just feels like everybody is like, the the uh, the super fit or people like starve themselves to fucking go to these you know either these clubs or resorts because they need to be fit they need to look good and they get you know no, and all the photos that I've seen has been like all like the hard body and well, I'm like eh. and it's kind of deterring. Well, you got to take that off of you got to you got to base that right there off of advertisement reasons. Mm-hmm. You go research a place you want to see the best of it when you go book a hotel room and they show you what the rooms look like, you know, you click on a website, you know, whatever travel website you're choosing to use and they show you what the rooms look like, they're going to show you the most updated room possible that looks the best. Mm -hmm. And then when you get there and you get a room, maybe you got one that didn't get upgraded yet. Mm -hmm. Maybe you get stuck in an outdated room. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe, maybe the room on the, on the picture had a 49 inch television. You get to this room, it's only got a 32 inch television. This has <laughs> happened to me. I will tell you firsthand that I have seen the good, the bad and the ugly at these clubs and nobody says nothing. Nobody cares. Like if they're not your kind of people, you smile, you talk, you hang out. If you don't want to go upstairs, don't go upstairs. If you want to go upstairs and just watch, nobody's going to grab you by the dick and yank you on the bed, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Um, So, now, downstairs, no clothes can come off until midnight. Oh. Once 
once midnight hits, tops can come off the girl. Okay. No guy can be naked. That's fucking fascinating. That's really (laughs) interesting. Tits out. So, trust me, the first time I walked in there, I was just about as nervous as can be, shaking like a leaf on a tree. I was so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um... Dude, I thought half the night, I man, I made a bad decision wasting this amount of money to come here. Did you? Did your wife go with you? She, yeah. Okay, because yeah. it's couples, right? And you, like you were saying, uh, I mean, you can be a single, but chances of you getting in and right. the amount it's of money you have to pay to be a single male, yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, mm-hmm. not that I haven't, I'm not that I'm, you know, judging that you're not warranting a single man admittance, but I would assume that. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's not it's it's very selective. And was this and more of a curiosity thing for you guys, like or? Oh, uh, we it it was like a we were getting into the lifestyle. We wanted to try different things. We wanted to see what it was about. And the only way I described it to her is we're going to have to dive in head first and check this out. And if we don't like it. We're already in Austin. We can go grab drinks at our favorite place. Uh, yeah. You're in, you're mm-hmm. in a, a beautiful, uh, that night she was in a dress. And um, so we could leave and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I mean, Get the there are points. You know, so what's, a, what's in the surrounding area? So if this takes a bust, we can go so do something yeah. else. Not like driving we another two, three hours bar. <laughs> Yeah, and and for us, yeah, it's that length of time. Hmm. So um, now we have gotten to the point where we have friends from the club that we do not play with, mm-hmm. uh, just because. But when we do come down, they give us their guest bedroom to have a place to stay, so we don't have to go get a hotel. Nice. Oh, right on. Unless we want to. And then when we get back to their house, we continue to drink, we go jump in the hot tub naked and hang out. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. You know, and nothing happens and you're just a bunch of naked people sitting in a hot tub and you're just relaxing at the end of the night. And but you know, that doesn't mean that that happens for everybody and that doesn't mean they're going to do it for everybody. Mm -hmm. It's a matter of, you know, what rapport did you build with that person? Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that couples need to remember when you are going into the lifestyle clubs and you are choosing to step into that area, you need to build a rapport right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Because if you get built to, you know, a certain reputation there, that is frowned upon it spreads and it spreads for a long time I because the couple we came with imagine <laughs> got known for starting problems and trying to keep couples to themselves when couples learned that they didn't care for the couple they would venture out to other couples like we did well they originally talked bad about the couple that give us a place to stay when we do come into town mm-hmm. and then and you I had remember like the guilt by walked, association. Yeah, I mean, I remember when she walked in the door. I looked at my wife, and my wife looked at me, and we both shook her head and like, "Hell yeah, yeah, that's her." And mm-hmm. she was a a thick, beautiful blonde with big boobs, and I mean, she was just all that in a bag of potato chips, walking across in this white like goddess like costume outfit thing, and. um she looked great. And then 
the couple that we had went there with, oh yeah, you don't talk to them, they're horrible, he beats his wife. Well, what they weren't telling us is that they were into BDSM and they considered it beating his wife uh, and hmm. then come to find out they were into something completely different. And so that reputation spread with them. He never talked to them again and they were very upset about it, you know? And hmm. so... Uh, we've seen everything from younger than us. We've seen people in their early 20s there, Man. all the way up to, you know, 40s and 50s, 60s. The owner is in his, like, 80s or something like that, 70s, 80s. Hmm. So, or the old owner was uh -huh. uh, players. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean... So there's no obligation to play when you go there. Right. Yeah. Uh, we we have only played with another couple one time out of the many many times that we've gone. Mm. We've only played one couple one time there at the spot. Now me and the wife have gone off into one of the rooms by ourselves and enjoyed each other. Mm -hmm. And um, you know. Once or twice we've done that, but most of the time it's really just kind of like Social. hanging out at a bar. Yeah, socializing and just wow. being able to. But then you're socializing so, amongst people who are like minded. So exactly. some of those boundaries probably right, don't exist and conversation flows a little more freely. Which are the pre kind it of does. people we're just kind of looking to find yeah, where do we that find we want to have to come to our house to just like hang out, have some wine, play a card game, bullshit about whatever it is, but not being like, oh, come oh, over to the house me. because we want to we want to fuck. It's just you yeah. Know. We took we took cards against humanity, and we that's the best the rules on that game. Yeah, it's the fucking best, the best game. <laughs> I mean, we own like. 12 or 13 different expansion oh, packs. God dang it. Yep. We're going yeah, we have it in another one. <laughs> and then we uh, we play Closer Dare with other couples. <laughs> Closer oh, Dare. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Yep. I like that. Yeah, and so the winner of the round picks Closer Dare, and the other couples have to play through the, the thing. Ah, that's good. That's yeah, we good. just have that. Uh, so, that is uh, these uh, these folks. They're they're a couple who have their own card game that they put out called the Game of Lifestyle, and they they sent us a, a few decks. They have their the Break the Ice edition, and then they have the hot was it the hot and steamy uh, edition, mm -hmm. and uh, and then and an expansion for that. So you know, so you can you know hang out if you got some people together. Yeah, it, we did it. We read some of those cards on an episode. Yeah. But going, awesome. but going back to that, you're right. Like that's what we, you know, because we don't have clubs here in our own town or even in a near vicinity. We're kind of like, how do we cultivate these relationships and meet people and again have them come over and know that like this is a cool place to hang out, but you aren't obligated to like hook up with someone. Yeah. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I feel like. I feel like if you host something with with couples over at the house, whether you're playing cards or not, if if the sun is up, I don't really feel like it's that obligated. Mm -hmm. If the sun is down, I feel like you are obligated to play at that point. I don't feel like, and I, I don't know if it's just kind of an unwritten rule or, <laughs> or at that time when we hosted that we didn't catch red flags or boundaries and we didn't have 
you know, certain words that we used or, you know, now it's to the point that if when we go do a meet and greet at a bar, you know, towards the time of when we're going to go play, I basically look at the wife and there are two beers, two different beers, depending on which beer she says to go get her, hmm. depends on whether it's a yes or no. God uh, dang. And, nice. you know, <laughs> so do you want, you know, do you want a Dos Equis or do you want a Corona? Oh, okay, I'll take a Corona. What are you getting? Oh, you know, I was thinking more of a Dos Equis. Oh, okay, so we have two opposite answers there right now. Hmm. So, the no is going to trump the yes every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, if one of us says no and one of us says yes, the answer is no. Mm-hmm. But if both of us pick the same beer and that beer is a yes, and we know which ones those are, and that beer is a yes, then then okay, she, we'll go grab one more beer. She gets the first and, uh, beer choice. Uh, sometimes she asks me what I think. Oh, okay. okay. You know, what beer? Mm-hmm. Or, hey, I want a beer. Are or, you going to get another let's one? Let's have this. I'll be like, yeah. I was going to say, let's have this one and then we'll have another one to decide. <laughs> <laughs> right. It depends on how I feel by the second beer, but mm, my first beer is telling me this. <laughs> you know, hers is, she, she automatically knows that, like, one way or another, one beer is going to be lighter than the other. Yep. So if I turn around and say, you know, hey, I want to, I'm going to go grab a Dostecki's. Do you want one? That's a lighter beer, meaning I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Do you want one? Yeah, I'll take one more before we go home. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, kind of deal. So you don't have to have these code words. And I hear this all the time about the code words. Yeah. You can make it less obvious. People need to understand that you don't have to come up with this like, okay, you know my, you know my code word is pineapple juice. You know, no, it's not going to be. You know, so there was a, know, so. early on in the podcast, I was telling the story about how I had been to like a house party and there was a guy sitting on the couch <laughs> and he was like. <laughs> tapping me on the shoulder and i'm like i don't know what the fuck (laughs) like he had his own language and he thought i knew the language and i'm like i don't know what that means like you're does that mean we go does that mean we don't go like i i feel like now it obviously was like yeah let's go but i was also is this a signal to someone else in the room because he was married and his Mm -hmm. wife was there but i was like does that mean that she comes or does okay, it I've got a, join? Like I've got a question for you. Yeah, sure. So you ever shaken a guy's hand and he takes his middle finger and kind of gently scratches the inside of your ball? Nope. <laughs> I know about that. I can tell yeah. you for sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I had a weird thing happen at work today, though. That's what this is. That's... Somebody, somebody did that to my wife right in front of me oh no yeah, no one's actually been like no one's actually done that to me and if they had i would have been like okay that shit's retired <laughs> <laughs> yeah well she came up she came up to me and was like hey so-and-so just did this to me and i'm like you did what and she's like yeah and i was like oh uh-uh no, my, mine are more like either visual or verbal cues. And that's why I was saying like this weird thing happened to me today. I was like out 
came back from a trip to another project and like walked into this room to hand someone something and this guy's standing there talking then he turns around he's all oh hello and i'm like no you didn't just do that (laughs) right in front of my colleague like he's like hello and then i looked at him and there was like a six pack of beer sitting on the table and three were missing and i'm like did you bring those beers and he's like yeah do you want one and i'm like no i'm here to scold you because there's three missing (laughs) or something (laughs) but my coworker looked at me and gave me this weird eyebrow and i gave him the eyebrow back and i'm like i think this dude just fucking hit on me (laughs) like i think this guy just straight up hit on me right here in front of you and then like he was all as i walk out of the room he's all what's your name i'm like <laughs> too late <laughs> too late but like yeah subtle but not subtle so no i've I, i've had those kinds of things happen to me where you just know all of a sudden you're all <laughs> sometimes people can't help what ha- comes out of their mouth i'm the same way i've met people that i'm just like ooh, you're interesting <laughs> so i don't entirely rely on like hand gestures or handshakes or or things the like baseball fucking like no hand right? finger to the nose shoulder tap 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 <laughs> rock paper scissors <laughs> we we have nothing we have no code words we have no drinks or corona honey dos equis <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know that's funny. Yeah, well, I've never really understood the the hand signals, and I'm, like I said, that back to that story. I think that guy thought I knew, but I was only like 19 years old at the time, and I had a woman like blow cigarette smoke in my face, and I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" She's like, "That means I want to have sex with you." I was like, "That means you're trying to fucking kill me." <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" Interesting. Yeah, I was like, mm, "No, yeah, don't do that." Hmm. You still with us? Oh, we were yep. trying to make sure we were still with us because we tend to ramble sometimes. Yeah. No, which no, is why we have no, three-hour no, fucking think. podcasts. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> we go too long. But, uh, I mean, I think like I think it'd be a good time. Like, I mean, what kind of questions would you guys maybe have Ooh. for me that I can answer? I know you were saying you were really wanted to get she was really excited about having you because she was like yeah getting the man's perspective on on certain things but yeah we didn't write it down right about what <clears throat> kind of about like the hot wifing thing you know sure yeah cause sure. oh that's right yeah we, we haven't gone that down that road He's okay. always been in the room and he'll tell me like, I want to see you. But I'm like, do you want to be in the room and see it? Or do you, you know, like what's, what's that kind of, yeah. So I don't know if you guys have had that experience or not. And what is that like? So that is, so we don't, really play with other girls because I don't really care to mm-hmm. unless it's with another couple mm-hmm. and we have mm-hmm. and we will like every once in a while but I'm not kidding it probably happens like once every three years kind of deal mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I just never asked for it, to be honest with sure, you. Sure, sure. Um, I don't get the same kind of enjoyment out of it. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the things I've noticed um, that the confusion between hot wifing and cuckolding, and they're very like borderline. Right, right. Okay. Like, if you if you step a half a hair to the right, you're already into the next one mm-hmm. kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so for myself, we prefer um, like cool. The word hot wifing. I mean, I guess it's an all right word. I think it's just become generalized. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We prefer stag and vixen. There you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've heard That's that. Been thrown around yep. lately. Okay. So for me, it is a a dominancy thing. So, um, so we enjoy having a bull over, uh-huh. and um, I enjoy watching her enjoy herself. Um, I've always been after the pleasing thing first. Um, it's her pleasure and then mine. Does not matter. It's always been that way. Um, I've found an art form in eating out a woman. There are certain ways to do it. There has spent you. You had an ex who spent nine hours jerking off. I spent nine hours reading on the art of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's where, for me, it comes different. So I enjoy watching it just to turn around and reclaim what's mine because, for me, it, A, heightens the orgasm, Mm -hmm. just, and I'm talking normal sex. I mean, you're borderline pushing a pegging orgasm at this point. Okay. Hmm. That intense, huh? Uh, I mean, you're really like one step below that. So, just to um, be clear, like while this is happening, you're not participating, but you're in the room I'm and not. you're observing. No, I mean, you know, she occasionally, like, she might suck my dick. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she'll wave me over. Typically, when she's waving me over, it's because he's not doing something correct. Oh. It's not doing it for her, okay. so she needs something else. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on, I watch for signal. So depending on how wet she is, mm-hmm. and I can watch for that from a distance. Also, signals whether I can get in for a DP or stay out completely. Mm. Um, I never leave the room. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say never. I've, I mean, I've walked to go get something to drink or whatever, mm-hmm. but um, it's never a solo thing. And this is not her being um, somewhere out of your house at someone else's house and right. then coming back and telling right. you about it, which is... No, because it's a safety yeah. mm-hmm. feature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. These situations uh, are not for the faint of heart. They can get up, get out of hand real quick. Sure. If you're dealing with somebody who is just in it 
because uh, I want to get laid, or are you doing it with somebody who is predominantly a bull because they enjoy being a bull? Mm-hmm. So they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, once once it's all set and complete, I come in afterwards, and it becomes a like a battle of testosterone at that point. Once Who's got the, the stronger swimmers? <laughs> yeah, pretty close. Once the other individuals leave, your testosterone levels are already skyrocketing, and the fucking is ten times harder at that. So point. when you're doing it, he's no longer in the room. Be- no, no, he's done, gone, left. He did his business. He's good to go. Um, at that point, hmm. uh, because she doesn't because that individual like to me when you have sex with a partner uh you get to know that individual Mm -hmm. you know what works when it works how it works what they want nobody has to talk you shouldn't Mm -hmm. um 14 years i better know what's going on (laughs) yeah yeah Uh um it doesn't the, the other individual doesn't have to be bigger, doesn't have to be smaller, doesn't have to be buff, doesn't have to be whatever. It's just kind of whoever she so chooses. But that being said, we have landed pretty much a regular individual that comes and does mm-hmm. it. And then at that point, um, that individual understands and is okay with themselves getting filmed. Mm-hmm. So for me, two different cameras are on them at one time. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. One is one is set up on a aerial bird's eye view, mm-hmm. and the other one is an up close, just off of my phone, like whatever I want to capture. Yeah. yeah, whatever I want to capture, and then uh, when I get, I'll save those for later times when maybe she's not in the mood and I'm in the mood and so I'm gonna have some fun and jerk off myself to her videos like I don't even like I might start with a little porn and then I've I can't say the last time I finished a porn it's always finishing to her video that's me so, but by that time <laughs> I've already I mean you know I pride myself on the fact that I can still jerk off to my wife after 14 years like that's <laughs> Like, yo, send me those pictures. Yep. I don't want to. Send me them. Mm-hmm. And it's know? interesting. He's the same way. Me. Like, he always wants to jerk off to the same video of me being fucked by someone else. <laughs> Not necessarily right. him fucking me, but someone else fucking me. Oh, while I he have was, those like, too. But that, that but, other one is just yeah. like the the over-the-top one where I'm like, because oh, she's riding. It's like he's on the couch. She's riding him, you know, facing him. And like the, the sounds coming from her and just hearing her. It's just like, oh, man, it's so fucking intense. And it just always fucking pushes me over the edge every time. I was like, fuck, this is, you know, it was fucking hot when I was there experiencing it. But I was like, I'm so glad I fucking pulled my phone out of the car. And, uh, you know, there's a there's a, a small little series of, of clips. But this one was like, oh, my God, it's just the best. And it's her writing. Like, I'll him. even... <laughs> I'll go in and take those videos, cut them, shorten them, start putting them together through an app and building their own movies with editing and stuff out of them. Mm. 
and then I enjoy them after that. That's pretty fucking impressive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You should see some of the ones. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, Which is fun for me because down the road, while I'm doing this, I might be just sitting in downtime in my own little space, nobody else around. Mm -hmm. So I'm working on a set of AirPods, editing, listening for sound picture, and going through, cutting them, pasting Mm -hmm. them, putting them where they belong. I'll take the two, the aerial video and then the phone videos and start merging them together where they transition into scenes Mm -hmm. because maybe there's a a certain time that's coming up that really gets me off it. Like, that's my favorite. So then I'll pull that in from my phone video and basically come in for like a close-up on that scene (laughs) and then it'll transition back out to the aerial video of it. So for me, it's mm. it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, there's a level of jealousy that gets that comes into play. I think it's a healthy amount of jealousy, but there's still a level of jealousy. I was going to drop play. that J word. I was wondering when it was going to come up. <laughs> right. I think I think jealousy in any relationship to a healthy level is a good thing because it shows your other partner that you're still cared about. So, but when you're taking it to a sex standpoint, there is a level of that that you're fighting it to not get out of control. Mm-hmm. That jealousy is going to eat at you and eat at you and eat at you as you're watching this. Because the one thing you want to do is jump in. On so what brings happened. on the jealousy? Is it the level of pleasure that he's providing? Sure, maybe. Um, maybe it's the fact that I choose to sit out during it, uh-huh. but it myself, I feed off of just that jealousy. Like that's what, because as soon as it's like ding my turn, now I'm going to show you how you really need to be fun. Uh... deal. Because then that, that testosterone level is raised so high. And this is, Again, not for the faint of heart. Like, you really have to control yourself, you know. Um, you really have to lay out ground rules to the bull way ahead of time. Mm-hmm. You have to give them cues. You're going to have to spend the time speaking with them, letting them know what she likes, what she doesn't like, what's allowed, what's not allowed. If you cross the line, you're off, you're out. I don't care if you got off or you don't. You're done. Oh, um, yeah, so you they know. usually end up having to. They know their 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 role, and they just they come in, they do what they got to do. Now, the but the sad thing about this is you're going to spend more time finding the right person through experience, right? And then once you find that right person, then you'll end up sticking with them. But you're gonna you're gonna hit uh, a lot of bark and no bite on this thing you know yeah. underperformers you're gonna hit i mean and that so no matter are, where you go in the lifestyle what are some of the rules so, or the cues um, that you were talking about and well rules, i'm super I fascinated by this yeah, she, i'm she's got the look of intelligence like, fascinated whoa. like oh i'm becoming a okay, student so of this cues and rules are definitely different yes so yes. rules for my wife is she's not into the pain okay okay so don't flap her i mean you can you can sit there and pop her butt but don't spank her mm-hmm. butt kind of deal she's she's not into that okay um you know at the beginning of all of it it was no kissing 
now it's to the point where I enjoy because when it started, that portion of it was missing. It was like, let's jump right into it. And, and then I was like, no, this isn't working it's not, out for me. There's no I'm not build kidding. up. <laughs> there, like, it's not even a build up. It's like, it's almost like when you start halfway through, you know, the movie Mulan, you done miss the beginning of it because <laughs> you've already started halfway through it. And now you're trying to catch up. Okay. Yeah. Um, so when, when this is all playing out and you skip in that, skip in that portion all the time, you feel like you're skipping the beginning of the movie. Okay. Hmm. Um, yeah. um, I think personally, I think a lot of people have different reasons as to why they get involved in this. And, uh, and I'll make a note to anybody. This is not going to save your marriage. So don't, don't sit here and try to fix this. Mm-hmm. The lifestyle will never save your marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I think for some people, they get into it for the thrill of it. And this is a thrill that you can't speak of. This is like riding the best roller coaster <laughs> yeah. in the world. Because when you're, when you know you have the option to get on the bed and we're talking, I've got a California King here because of how stupid tall I am. <laughs> when I have that option of getting on this bed, uh-huh. then it's good to go. But I know personally how excited I am at the moment. If I get on that bed, I'm, I'm blowing it. And so um, I never really get on the bed. I just spend more of the time walking around. That was my question. Like, is, is there also like a tr- trigger word with her where she like tells you like, don't come up here or it's okay? Oh, to- she would never. No. Okay. So, oh. Honestly, she would, she prefers to have me involved the whole entire time. But like I explained to her, the same reason you don't like threesomes with a girl because you have nothing to do is the same reason I don't get involved because I don't have nothing to do. Uh, Not every time do I get lucky and get to put it in your ass. uh, You know, so then what? Uh, I'm... I'm not small enough to sit here and deal with a uh, bullet job the whole time. Eventually teeth are scratching. And when, when you're getting fucked by another guy and our dick is in your mouth, yeah. you're going to nick up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's going to happen. So eventually I'm dealing with an hour of getting nicked. No, I'm good. I'd rather just watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And then you're almost kind of in you a know, way with the, with the watching and the filming, in a way it's almost edging yourself in a way like yeah, you end the build up complete yeah yep so it's like uh you're you're gonna do this this edging or this tantric thing the whole stinking time until you get the green light to go mm. and he is um, is he allowed to like come every time or i shouldn't even use the word allowed is he encouraged is he yeah okay i mean he I mean, I've seen it to where there have been issues where they get nervous because they're being watched by somebody else and they can't. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it to where um, a lot of, and and I'm not going to say younger, but uh, younger is going to be the word I choose to use. Uh, guys in their 20s can't seem to stay hard for this. <laughs> hmm. So if you take a guy somewhere like, probably below 27, 28 years old, chances are you're going to have a soft dick before they even finish. Hmm. Cause they can't 
It's almost like they can't mentally comprehend what's going on. Now, once you start getting closer to the 30s, you get to a point where a male's testosterone builds up and their maturity level builds up to, like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to fuck because this is what's wanted and this is what I'm here for. Most guys figure out by the time they hit their maturity level that, like, I'm, I want to be a bull or I want to be in a relationship kind of deal. I can either. I need to get one of these. I am so fucking um, turned on. I need a bull, honey. We've been please. trying to find some to mud, but for I'm not going to be shy about it. I am so th- like enthralled with this that like. <gasps> so I can Ugh. I can tell you, don't 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 be impulsive. Subject yourself. Don't subject yourself to to one type of person. Don't subject yourself to. Um, to a very specific type. If you're looking for a certain person, that's because that person's standing right next to you, by the way, right now. <laughs> you already have that person. <laughs> yes. Go, go after something that you don't have. Okay. So it's, it's almost like vice versa. Oh if, How old are you? 182? Because you, you are a wise man. Some Yoda shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... We generally, as human beings, as mammals, we go after what we've already in love with, right? And you do the same thing with a car, okay? I drive a white truck, and <laughs> I'm I've sorry, I have to laugh. Three, <laughs> I've owned three other white people, okay? <laughs> but I'm attracted to the white people. I already know what I love. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm. Right now. I, if, if I look for a third person, if I personally look for another woman to bring into the room, I'm going to naturally try to find the same woman that's asleep in the bed right next to me right Mm -hmm. now. So at that point, why am I looking for it? That's why I do the majority of the looking for her. And she, if we do get lucky to get a girl, that will kind of just happen or she'll find them because I'm already looking for her, but I already found her. I found her 14 years ago. Mm. On the escalator in Logan airport. (laughs) You know, and so when, when you're looking for this, don't look for him. Look for something that that's a toy. I don't see you going out there and buying a vibrator or buying a dildo that looks just exactly like his penis. I'm pretty sure his dick's not purple, and if it is, they've, that's longer than four hours, buddy. It says it on the box. You're supposed to consult a doctor. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, we, and as a male, if she's out here and she's got some, you know, if she's out here and she invites Shane Diesel over to the house, don't be, don't be uh, intimidated by that. Just maybe it's a curiosity. Maybe she just wants to roll with the punches here. Mm-hmm. And she's over here and she wants, you know, some five foot two guy to scratch your head and, and say, um, no, let's try again. You know, I don't know. I mean, if it's extremely short or whatever, you know, it's completely opposite of you, then don't. Now, my wife, on the other hand, she doesn't care so much about the rage. 
she cares more about the body belt. Uh, so if she wants a certain body belt. She wants a more slender guy because that's what I am. She likes the facial hair. That's why I have some. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she wants, she doesn't like the body hair because obviously sweat and hair doesn't go very well mm. together. Right, right, yeah. Um, you know, she's not into the dad bods. I know that's a fad right now or what everybody's saying it is, but I don't understand it. I don't know where this came from, <laughs> but to each his own. Um, so, but when, when you do look for it, you know, look for that individual that, you know, is not the person sitting next to you because if it's the person sitting next to you exactly, you're really not going to get a hundred percent of what you're going to get out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, so whatever level you choose to go to this is your level. There are people out there that take hot wiping to a whole completely different level where they allow their wife to go out on dates and whatnot. No, uh, I don't need another man to treat my wife to a dinner. I can afford it. Uh, I don't need another man treating her to gifts. I can afford them. That's like you. You were talking um, about that with the other interview. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, you just he's a little the chick on the side. You go hit off. You know, you don't you don't have to go on dates and shit. <laughs> yeah, and I kind of felt like how would how did that conversation go? Because they were like, well, why not? And I'm like, well, there's a. Yeah, I hadn't completely thought well, that we, through, but I'm, yeah, I'm also kind of like I don't really know that I need you to take someone out for a steak dinner because, mm-hmm. like, you're not trying to seduce them. The seduction might already be there. You don't, yeah. I mean, I I think to a level of uh, I'm not against uh, meeting the guy ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um. Not at all. I mean, if you guys want to go grab a couple of drinks before you ever get there, fine. Mm-hmm. Now, now I I know that the first time we ever did this, uh, I blindfolded her. Oh, that's up your alley. She did not right see him. It was it was years later that she saw the video. Oh. So I, it had to have been like two years, two and a half years before she ever saw the video. Blindfold was on the whole and time. Huh? So that was that was really interesting for her. And then I tried a couple of different things ahead of time because I'm realizing that things aren't getting done to get her where she needs to be. You know, you can't just jump on a woman and start having sex and expect it to go through. But a lot of guys fail at the foreplay mm-hmm. aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So while in the process of waiting for the individual to come over, a lot of the time, you know, um, I'll start getting her going ahead of time. And You're like with the oral, because she, <laughs> yeah, I'll fluff this one because with oral, she doesn't, she really doesn't care for it with anybody else because I've already figured out what works. Oh, Okay. So she's already to the point like nobody eats it the way you do. So I'm prefer not to. 
now she's getting to the point, especially like uh, we we didn't do anything during COVID at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so we've had no COVID playtime either. Not yeah. a single COVID playtime. I know people who have, and good for y'all. <laughs> I'm a little jealous over here. Yeah, well, we I mean, the one time but we had like it was yeah, like, but not really. Like mm-hmm. we haven't had any things to, and yeah I wouldn't even call it that like we, we had just, a little gathering and then just yeah. like other people kind of got it, it on but it, yeah I mean we did like ham stuff yeah, and more heavy play, petting, petting and, and stuff yeah but we haven't actually had a full engagement of I mean we've tried to so many different ways to get it to engage we've tried the game night first and then move it to the room um, that typically didn't go over very well mm. because as much as, you know, and we've questioned them out, we, oh my God, I even made up this, this level chart <laughs> where he got a point sheet, which I had so much fun with this point sheet, <laughs> oh, right? No. And it started with the game in the living room first, how many points are they getting, depending on what he does. He has a full selection, Okay. If you gained so many points, you know, this is what is, you know, the prize to it. Uh-huh. And now the, the biggest prize to it was to get a night with my wife on a date, your own time, your own everything. Mm-hmm. But that was so impossible to achieve. And I made it that way. <laughs> that you, you literally had to get every high scoring point on the uh, sheet. You're the only one literally. scoring, right? Well, no. I oh, mean, I was going to say, was she going with you and like, going, no, 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 that one's a five? <laughs> uh, well, each thing was different. So, um, God, I wish I still had that. Uh-huh. Um, she's got it somewhere. Um because she made a scorecard for me, I made a scorecard for her, and then he, the other guy, had a scorecard, and we all had our own prizes on there. Yeah. Now, this guy, literally, at the end of just the card game, which was Cards Against Humanity, with Closer Dare, scored so low mm. that he never made it to the bedroom. Oh. Uh. Mm. And I point, I point blank told him. And as soon as I shut that door, my wife just started laughing. She's like, she's like, you weren't going to go in. I said, the rules were the rules. He agreed to the game ahead of time. Mm-hmm. He knew about the game ahead of time. Hey, yeah, fair's so, fair, right? I mean, good night. You know, bring your A game. Cause like, and how right do you argue with a report it. card? I'm sorry, you're a D minus. Well, he, he looked at <laughs> He even looked at me and he's like, I didn't make it to the room, did I? Oh, uh, I knew already. Oh, my God. This is I fucking said, well, brilliant. I you know where the door is. Oh, my God. You know, it's just that, like, because it gets so repetitive and so boring. Yeah. And I had to, in order to get to see what I wanted to see and get her to get what she wanted to get out of it, we had to step up the game somewhere. Mm-hmm. Now, since we haven't played during COVID, and now we're just kind of starting to get into the motion of talking about it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
she thinks that she kind of wants to just go to just strictly the blindfold okay. and never see the guy. Ooh. Yeah. She's a huge she has there. a custom molded she has a custom molded blindfold <laughs> so where do you find that <laughs> I had somebody construct it offline we should <laughs> maybe ask like, you politely for that information because face I, mold <laughs> you know I just need to be it, very clear and take this opportunity to address that because we've covered it it is not because i'm looking to necessarily be dominated it is to you don't need the blindfold for domination no this is to completely rob me of my senses so everything else is heightened yeah my sense of touch my sense of smell my hearing my taste I you take away my sight and everything gets amplified. And simply closing no. my eyes is not always enough because if there's an ambient light, I know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even when I'm half asleep and he gets in the bed and I'm like, ah, your fucking phone. <laughs> Any kind of ambient light, so, I just want that taken away so I have nowhere to go but to my other five senses instead of my, you know, mine and then my sixth. I want to go to my four and take away my fifth. So in the bedroom, in your guys' bedroom, mm-hmm. do you guys have hard floors or do you have carpet? Carpet. Yeah. Okay. The room you're sitting in right now, is it carpet or hardwood Hardwood floor? with an area rug. Right. I can hear the echo coming off the ground. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So don't do this in a room with hardwood floors. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he needs to learn how to lightly step along the way. Because the trick to this is to lay you in the center of the bed blindfolded and have fun that way. He needs to learn how to move swiftly, lightly, and quietly. Right, like don't rub against because, our bed. Don't. <laughs> yeah, don't make a noise. Don't say a word. Like he doesn't know what, what know side she's going to hit from or get or like touch from. Right, or, because... Yeah. Because oh, yeah. if you can get her to spread her arms straight out and you start with fingertips, believe it or not, your nerves. And if you start with the ring finger and end with the ring finger, there's a nerve in that finger that goes all the way to the heart that triggers a different sense. So that's so what we did last night. And there. So for her, she's decided that she wants to go back to the blindfold now uh, what's that about uh, I've heard it on different ways at different times depending on what mood she's in mm. um, some of it is like mm, I would just rather not know who it is or sometimes it's the, the sensory thing is way more fun so she gets more out of it than just simply fucking someone else, Mm -hmm. you know, because I I assume it's kind of like myself where I don't really care if I have another girl. Now, if there's a couple, Hey, let's play. I'm, I'm down. Good to go. I'll, I'll have sex with somebody else. But when it comes to 
just a threesome, because you don't like girls that way, I'm not really getting anything from it. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. you know, I've gotten used to the same pussy for years that I want that. It feels a certain way. It feels good to me. You know, it. I'm not struggling to get off, mm-hmm. you know, over the years. So, hmm. um, and then for women, I've heard from her that this type of lifestyle, the hot wiping lifestyle, also helps with a boost of self-confidence. Because you start figuring out that it's, your husband's not crazy. Okay. Uh, there you're, you are desirable. So in a weird way, you do get that extra boost because, oh my God, you know, it's out of habit that, you know, Jack tells Jill that she's gorgeous all the time. Yeah. Well, now when you hear it from somebody else, it's refreshing. No matter, you know, somebody walks up to me and says, oh my God, look at your haircut. God, that looks great. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, sh- well shit. You know, or, <laughs> well, I thank you. you two- <laughs> like, that's a, that's a killer set of boots you got there, man. Like, dang, where'd you get those? I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> those are 1200 bucks too. <laughs> so that's you, babe. Cause when I like in the morning, even in, even in the morning, you know, she's either doing her makeup or just her hair's all fucked up and she's in her pajamas and I'm like, mm, you're sexy. <laughs> oh, I love you. And she's like, thank you. Okay. And I'm like, yeah. And then, but like, just like today, you, the homeboy in the, in the office is like, hello. I don't even know who that is still to this yeah. minute. Like he doesn't work for us, but. But still, I mean. You know, I I could tell you you're sexy all day. I had like my ex wife was like that. I would tell her, you know, but she just didn't believe it altogether. So it was just like, oh fuck, you know what? What can you do with that? <laughs> but for you, I mean, shit, all, all kinds of people hit on you, and they all want to tell you their dirty shit too. <laughs> So, what other questions do you guys have for it? Oh, I don't know. You covered so much. We might have to, like, put a pin in this and add some more in a couple days because I'm going to have follow-up questions. (laughs) Well, you know how to get a hold of me. Yes. I mean, man, this is so much to think about. Like, you've really expanded my... I know you do. Her My eyes mind. are so big, and and like the when you like touch touch on stuff, her like her expressions. <laughs> I was like, I wish I had a camera. I like am, I'll know the expressions. Yeah. She's like, oh. I do not have a poker face. I'm yeah. not that. I am quite expressive, and it's just part of it is there's a relatable element to it. And the other half is like there's the sociology element to it, and. F- whatever the rationale i'm just like oh i'm gonna need to know oh i mean if you guys ever make it out to texas i mean oh, you guys we're, have a host we're fucking coming to texas we just gotta figure out when <laughs> right yeah get you guys you know show you guys around you know i would i would love to come to texas for pleasure and not because it was business or something and the last time like i said i was driving through on my way to tennessee and all i saw was that like 
Cadillac car ranch as I drove by. <laughs> yeah. So, so we're really in driving distance to everything. Driving distance to the beach, driving distance to Austin, driving nice. distance to San Antonio, driving distance to Dallas. So being centralized makes it nice. Right on. So, yeah. No, I definitely am going to have some follow-on questions. <laughs> we're really... She'll listen back. We're bad <laughs> about pre-production, and and my questions are usually the same. Like, how did you meet? You obviously covered that. How did you find yourselves in the place you're at now? You've covered that. What are the good and the bad and the ugly, the pretty? You've covered that. But now, I th- I gotta say, I think you win <laughs> for the most fascinating guest in terms of the depth and the breadth of awareness that you have about yourself and your partner Hmm. your relationship dynamic and how you how you got there and where you're going i mean i'm just like this is captivating this is very very captivating you've noticed i've gotten quiet and i'm not being funny and cracking wise anymore because i'm just she's soaking it all in roast she's totally soaking i could tell yeah yeah i am extremely engrossed in this and there will be more questions. Yeah, she'll listen to back to all this and start taking her little notes. Yeah, I I think uh, you know if I could tell your listeners anything, you know, um, and don't worry about the small stuff. You know, those the small little things, whether it's about the lifestyle, your relationship, your life in general. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the small stuff. Okay, those will get those will pass. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you want you want a long lasting marriage? Learn how to walk away from a fight laughing because it was stupid in the first place. <laughs> um, Good words. If 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 you're if you're out here every day and you're searching for happiness and you never find it, it's because it's it's inevitable. It's that's a reaction to an outcome of something. Okay, stop looking for happiness. Start looking for joy in life. It's Joy is a feeling. Happiness is a, you know, a reaction to something. So if you're looking for happiness in the lifestyle or happiness in your relationship, quit. Just look for the stuff that builds joy. You know, stuff that you're going to share with your partner. Start smiling at each other. Things go a lot easier. COVID was not easy on anybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was easy on me. Um, My business got shut down. My wife got, she got, um, shut down for a little bit and we spent 10 days fishing together oh, and awesome. straight every day, all day long, just fishing. Oh. So find the joy, reconnect and don't be afraid to step out of your shell and try something new. The worst that can happen is you look at each other at the end of the night and say, Nope, not for us. Mm-hmm. Move on. Wow. That's amazing. That's awesome. And is wifey around at all? Or oh, she's knocked out now. <laughs> she listened to a lot of she she listened to a lot of it, but Aww. you know the the healthcare system they got her working oh, like a dog. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's her poor little nose getting swabbed every three days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're telling me. Yeah, I I've I've heard. I talked to someone today whose wife same thing. She's like I've 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 had all the tests I can take. <laughs> mm. 
Luckily, she got her first shot, but she's waiting on her second round of shots. And, and then she's like, and then I don't have to get that nose invasion anymore. And I've never hit my mute button so many times while she's asking me questions because she can hear you laughing. <laughs> and yet you're in my AirPods. <laughs> oh, coming out. Yeah, she, she, lay, she was laying on my chest for like an oh. hour of it. And then she just had to roll over and go to sleep. Oh. She, just, she just put one in her ear. <laughs> yeah, we would, we would definitely love to talk to her too. And well, we'll, you know, we'll next time around. Yeah. She, yeah. she jumps on. And, sure, sure, of course. You know, yeah. We'll do part two of the revenge. She's not, and she's not as articulate. So she sometimes she doesn't know how to explain it as well as. But you, that's as okay. She would like just, to because it sounds like you both come from a place of just genuine honesty, and that's that's okay. It doesn't you know what? That's just doesn't have to be super know, eloquent, not enough of it articulate. But if it comes from the heart, and you know how you feel about it, I mean that's as true as it gets. Yeah. And she has her own yeah. frustrations with the way I explain stuff too, and most times it's just <laughs> me. Like I uh, just tend to have a tendency to be way too fucking verbose. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Yeah, the wife just thinks I never shut I, up. So. Yeah, me either. Like, People are just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm just trying to impress you with my five dollar woods." <laughs> the grocery store is always a three hour event. Yep. Oh, I'm talking for two my daughter boycotted and stopped going with me because I would just strike up conversation with random people. And it was worse when I ran into people I knew that she's mm-hmm. like, can I get the keys? Mine's always with my butcher. Yeah, my mine would be like, can I just get the keys, mom? Yeah, and, Celeste won't even go yeah, to the no. store with me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> She uh, she makes me now go late because she knows the butcher's not there, late. and she knows I'll stand there for three hours getting different cuts of beef. I got in a conversation for twenty five minutes with a lady yesterday I met for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Gave him the entire rundown, and then as I was retelling it today, they're like, "Do you make friends everywhere you go?" And I'm like, "Yes, I just yeah. have a I have a genuine." desire to put people at ease in what would be an awkward or potentially uncomfortable situation so I prefer to create comfortability right from the start <laughs> even if I'm just paying you $1.42 for my Altoids <laughs> I must leave you with a lasting impression that like that was the best transaction of your day was selling me those mints jeez <laughs> oh, you will remember me when all the other interactions are bad. <laughs> so this is yeah, this yeah. is good. this has been fun. Um, do you has. have do you have any questions for us at all? No, I mean I think that uh, you know if you did. You'll I, probably figure them all ever. out if you keep listening to the shows. No, not necessarily. <laughs> I mean. I think you guys might have uh, found some new friends in Texas, and so. you know, I think you got a three-hour feel of of who we are and how we work. And, yeah, it's been really and, um, awesome. You know, don't be uh, don't be a stranger. You know, oh, and definitely. Oh, definitely. Thank you. If you've got more questions, there's uh, multiple ways to get a hold of us. We can over that um yeah i would really so, love to see you guys um, just offline on zoom and say hello and 
you know, we yeah. have, uh, we both have chicks and, you know, those are always an easy way to put a group of four mm. people together. Oh, yeah, why I love the app. Too, so, all right. Have to so, shoot that over to me. Uh, so that makes it. Start a little room. Yeah. Fuck yeah. This is awesome. Oh, Thank yeah. you so much. I mean, you've been so awesome to talk with and just even just the, the, the back and forth, like, uh, texting, you know, through the messengers and stuff. Little this and that, yeah. and it's just easy. I'm like, this dude's fucking, fucking cool as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I don't think uh, I don't think life comes easy enough anymore. You know, everybody's got I feel like a alternative motive or a rhetoric that they got to live to, and mm-hmm. and I just I miss the days of how I was raised, and you know, just good old Southern value and charm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's well, what it is. Yep. That's I miss people like talking on the phone because lo- I'm a, a phone person. I love being on the phone, especially when I'm driving or whatever. I like try to call people up and nobody wants to pick up or if it's it's or it's small, yeah. it's quick conversations. And I was like, oh, okay. It's well, hard to do things of have a conversation of substance when <laughs> it's just through text message that so you don't have the context, the entire yeah. context. Quick little things where you want to get into deep shit. You're know, like, fuck, give me a call. I'm like, ah, uh, well... I'm like, no, I want to talk to you on the phone. <laughs> well, you're welcome to save my number and give me a shout anytime. 90% of the time my AirPods are in. All well, right. if, we visit, uh, ta- so, if, we, if we visit Texas, uh, I may have to get some work from you, too. Because oh, I got course, plenty man, of real estate. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> That's not the reason I mean, we go to Texas. I, we need to go to Texas just to meet these oh, people. Oh, yeah, well, has They're it, amazing, but, you know, like, sounding. If, yeah. If it's available. Well, <laughs> No. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'll show you guys a, a few tricks to to traveling and a few tricks to Texas if you guys ever make it out here and just I treat you guys yeah. to the best restaurants and the the best entertainment you guys can have and shoot. You know, if it comes down to it and you want you guys want to try out Colette for the first time, we'll be happy to take you guys down there and keep you on our hip and Ooh. make sure that. You know, you guys have an opportunity right to on. just see it firsthand. Yeah, that sounds interesting. That's, I mean, I just, I've, mm-hmm. we've never had that experience. I don't know how that would happen for us here in California. Uh, unless we it, really, I think yeah. the closest uh, club is probably a two and a half hour or three hour drive from us. But is that actually a club, too? Yeah, it's, it is. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. if I'm thinking of the place that you're thinking of within two and a half hours, two, two and a half hours, oh, uh, yeah, I mean, you're going to get a culture shock. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm, you I'm, know, so out here. Yeah, I'm pretty fearful that it's just going to be full of plasticky people. And here in California, you know in it's, California, I should be pretty specific and mm-hmm. say that. Well, yeah. we'd be honored to show you guys to your first uh, to club ever. And um, I knew just exactly uh, where we would take you. And I would definitely call ahead of time Oof. and make sure that we had something set up nice and that everything got treated right down there. We're going to Texas. So, <laughs> So yeah. last year we were going to go to Florida and meet our friend from Texas, which we never ended up doing because right. of COVID. But I think we're going to Texas. Yeah, with that night, like I'll actually be in California in um, August. Yeah, but that's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I will be I, in Windsor. 
E, mm. which I Googled. Yeah, I mentioned that to her. She's like, what the? Like, it's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to Texas. We are going to Texas. It's going to happen. We're coming <laughs> to Texas. We are coming to Texas. It, it is ridiculously cheap here to live. You have no idea. Uh, I do. Like, My ex-husband abandoned California and went out there for a year. He was living in Arlington. He, he, oh, that's, that's expensive. He, well, he, he got a, some some of it paid for. Um, but yeah, yeah, he got a transfer for his job for a year over there to try it out. And then they ended up coming back. But um, That's where our friend is. You can, you can get a gallon of milk here for a buck and a quarter. Oh, Jiminy Christmas. What's the gas like? You can get... Oh, a gas is like 82 uh, cents a gallon. <laughs> no, I paid... I just filled up my wife's car today this evening and i paid 209 a gallon Yikes. and then my my diesel was 225 a gallon Get out i don't of remember town. the last time it was like fuck it under three bucks no i put gas in the truck today and it oh, was no. 459 for just regular unleaded we're upset out here right now due to the gas prices because like a month ago diesel was like a dollar 89 a gallon and regular gas was like a dollar 19 a gallon wow. Yeah, I was driving everywhere. Wow. Did not care. Well, yeah. So when I lived in Hawaii, gas was somewhere like seven bucks a gallon, <laughs> and like, m- milk, milk was like crazy. You just didn't buy milk because it was so horribly expensive. Hmm. Like an average, the average median home, like four bedroom, two bathroom house where I live. I mean, you're you're only paying maybe. Hundred and thirty to two hundred thousand for it. Wow! And you're talking like two story homes. Wow! Retirement. Yep. And and those those can get a pool with them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, life is good. Yeah, I was gonna say, is there a hot tub at that house that you live at? Because I'm a fan of those. <laughs> <laughs> and if not, that's all right. We've been trying to get one. <laughs> we, just, uh, we have hot tub conventions here. Oh, Jesus, Louise. Yeah. <laughs> Everything three. is better in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just the only reason we have fans. Everything is fucking better there. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't yeah, know when I was there. Every year they do these at the big expo centers where you can walk in there and go look at hot tubs, sit in them, and then buy them. <laughs> Sign me up for that. <laughs> that's be better fun. That's better sounding than naughty in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, hot right. tub expo? This girl right here. But you got to remember, you can only sit in those for like three months of the year. I mean, we're, we're having a uh, freak weather oh. event here this next week two hours north of me it's going to be uh negative seven degrees oh what the fuck wow and then here it's going to be nine degrees but then like a few days later it's going to be 65 today was like 82 (laughs) 
But then again, we have rainstorms that wash shit into the ocean and we're waiting for the next earthquake. (laughs) So, right? right? So there's that. Everything, pros and cons, Mm -hmm. pros and cons, pros and cons. It'll rain like once a fucking year or it'll torrential rain for days at a time. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, there was some cluster of earthquakes today down by the Salton Sea. Like every 12 minutes, they had an earthquake. (laughs) So... Anyway, All right, well, geography and m- meteorology have been covered as well. This is a podcast about a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> yeah, we, we, that's why they end up fucking so long. I know. But you know what? Like you said, if you want to binge some shit. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Part two coming in the future. Yep. Please stay tuned because we do hope to find time to connect with Jill and have her on. Yeah. yeah. And, and when we do make it to Texas, we're gonna like document yes. that shit too. We'll have to do like the free the, oh, the free podcast you know, on the road. Yeah, like before going. That it, is portable, so uh, yeah, it is. That's right. Well, thank you very, very much for all this insightful, insightful information. Yeah, it, yeah her, given me a lot to think about right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, I, I'm like I don't know if I need to go rub one out. I don't know if we need to fuck you. I don't know if I need to take a shower and think about this because I do my best thinking in the shower. Like, there's so much happening right no, now. Let me rub one out. I'll <laughs> fuck you, and then we can both take a shower afterwards. <laughs> Everybody take a wins. Of don't go looking. Don't go looking it up on porn websites because it's going to give you the wrong no, idea. No, no, yeah, mm-hmm. no, no. Because you're not seeing it from the right perspective on that and i'll tell you that sure well they're just right. you know yeah sensationalizing it for titillation even the even the amateur stuff it doesn't it doesn't do it right I, you know and i get very irritated when there's amateurs that are obviously not amateurs but they're trying to pass themselves off as amateurs on porn sites <laughs> like we see you we know you're not an amateur this is shot too well put put that in your pipe and smoke it <laughs> all right jack thanks a lot for uh for joining us yeah thank this you dirty 30 episode two-year anniversary that's right fuck yeah it's been the best more to come oh yeah Part the better two. the better half will will find time to hook up and mm-hmm. have her on yeah not and the better half the equal half i shouldn't have said that the equal half, the equal half. Right. yeah the equalizer yeah <laughs> all right everyone thank you very much all right boss we will stay in touch for sure all right awesome thank you thanks take it easy wow pretty damn fascinating man <laughs> that's yeah. a lot that's a lot of really interesting fascinating stuff all right well i um, have to pee Okay, well then I'll sign us out then. Oh, I didn't know we were still recording. Sorry. Yeah, I only shut him down. <laughs> I thought you pushed the pause button. I turned the phone This is off. why this shit is great. It's raw. It's unfiltered. <laughs> yeah. So. Did you know that I've never talked in the microphone without wearing my headphones and now I realize like I don't actually need it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm right here. I know. So why do we, why do I wear the headphones? You said you liked it. You said you, you said you needed it. Okay, we're going to revisit that. <laughs> yeah, this was not that long ago, too. We were like, wait, no, I, I like having my own microphone and my, and my headphones. I'm like, okay, right, sure. Oh. Whatever. 
I told you. I'm, it makes me feel official <laughs> to, <laughs> to wear headphones. But We don't uh, have to because we're sitting right here. But, I mean, talking to somebody, you know, on the line. Of course, because otherwise, how would I have heard Jack? Exactly. But, but um, like I said, even this, we could just use this and have no wires anywhere because that is another. Gotcha. Like my you can find us on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and iHeartRadio. Find us, the No Pants Required Podcast. And then we're on that little thing called Instagram and uh, yeah, about it. Oh, Twitter. Uh, on Twitter at No Pants CPO. And if you feel like emailing so us always says fuck the email but you can do that as well same name no pants required podcast at gmail.com take it easy everybody thank you for joining us on this special tour year anniversary of our dirty 30 episode <laughs> thanks to jack for uh jack of the jack and joe and uh, I'll catch you guys next time. Cheers.